Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. The hideout. We're going in. Call into the hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's me? What are you doing, Hefe? Oh, it is Wednesday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday, May 10th. Yes. Of the year 2006. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. This is the hideout. Your safe place where you can be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone, dial those numbers. The entire crew is here. Matt Albert, third Mike and Ryder, 6'5", 500 pounds, 21-year-old black virgin. Chunks Corolla, executive producer of the hideout. Back on top of the talk and roll controls where he belongs. Tommy Bateman. And uh, the two interns are here. Mm-hmm. C-Lane and Jack Napier. Heretics for, turned interns. I like that. So, uh, very excited about having a full slate. Dubs, this is a show you will not forget. Uh, a lot of times here in the hideout, um, you know, we do some stuff and we have a lot of fun. And whenever I talk to people, they're like, I, I remember this night. And that's when I became a fan of the hideout. Tonight is that night. It is our Mother's Day special here in the hideout. A lot of stuff uh, going on leading into the Mother's Day special, and it's going to be interesting. I want to talk real. I want to talk, tease it up front. Okay. We're going to do it a little bit later on. Uh, when the hideout very first started in Washington, D.C., we did a game in which each of us told something awful uh, that we did not want our mothers to know. Mm-hmm. And mine, for example, was I was looking for pornography at my mother's place when I was back home from college, rummaging through her drawers, um, came across a sex toy, which I thought was a candle at the time, and from there uh, proceeded to accidentally smell. So we played a game. Whoever lost the game had to call their mother on the air and admit that awful truth to them. That was me. I lost that game. And I had to call my mother. What's up, Dubs? I'm just trying to get a little vibration on the mic. Okay, that's I don't need it. Just so you know what you were holding on to. There. Yeah, I, I'm full well aware. So we're going to do a version. Stop. We're going to do a version about that, of that this evening. I am out of the running because I did one of the most awful things I could ever do to my mother. And to this day, she refuses to come on the air with us. She'll come on, but she's very hesitant. Mm-hmm. So tonight, either Matt Albert, Chunks, Tommy Bateman, or J-Dubs will have to call their mother and admit an awful thing that they do not want to. However, the way we are going to whittle it down is going to be so much fun and maybe uh, just as much uh, degrading. Yeah, it's disgusting. There's, uh, there's some uh, stuff where it's pure skill and pure uh, conditioning, and then there's other stuff that's just disgusting and at chance and it's really 
it's really going to be a lot of fun. So tonight's going to be a very, very good show. I'm very excited about that. we got some other stuff to get to, too. But we started off the show, Dubs. If you want to maybe play that clip one more time, I know the president's in town, mm-hmm. and we here in Central Florida were very, you know, excited about the fact the president was in town. You know, we're all very good Americans, very patriotic. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of sad to hear Good Morning America go and talk to senators and uh, representatives and them not be able to re- announce or sing along to the Star Spangled Banner. I can sing it. I know all the words. After whose broad stripes and bright stars, what's the next line? For the ramparts we watch. Almost. You skipped See, well, through the perilous night. Okay. So proudly we hailed at the... Dawn's uh, Let me see. You caught me on this one. Let me talk about this. You put us under a lot of pressure. Oh, I know. It's <laughs> tough. I'm sorry. I'm serious about you. Um, I've got to give a speech on the floor. Uh, well, I think I could, but we're kind of busy right now. Too sorry. busy for the national anthem? I'm actually on my way over to lunch. <laughs> now, the, the best part is the guy saying you're putting me under a lot of pressure right now. you got to have a pressure cooker of a job where right. you are trying to decide what goes on in this country what's good for the nation mm-hmm. but i decided here's the thing i know you know the president always talks about hey you know inside the beltway and we here have lost touch with the american people mm-hmm. so i decided to send matt albert to a place that is very american super walmart on 436 in castleberry we sent we sent matt albert over to show the president that we as Americans know the Star Spangled Banner and we're very upset. We're very upset by the fact that, you know, our representatives, and mm-hmm. we're going to hold them accountable. So, Dubs, if we could get the Star Spangled Banner, like, you know, the theme or something in the background. Nice. Or is this Hell to the Chief? This is Hell to the Chief, isn't it? No, this is uh, Stars and Stretch Forever. All right, that's fine enough. That'll work. So here is Matt Albert out at the uh, Walmart on 436 in Castleberry getting people to sing, kind of the sing bitch thing that Sea mm-hmm. Lane will do with our uh, buddy Shannon Burke during the midday here, but with the Star Spangled Banner. Can I ask you uh, Can I ask you a question, tape or broadcast for Clerk Channel Radio? If you can get it out. Um, which... all right, all right, hold on, now let's pause it for a second because I do want to ask you. This guy's name, hold on, let me find where it is right here. This guy is Hans. Hans. And he's a flight attendant. All right. You think Hans, the flight attendant, will know? With a name like Hans, no way. Oh, yeah. He's singing sehr gut. He's not German. All right. Same All right. Thing. Let's go ahead and start. And let's see. Uh... Want to start again? Yeah. Let's go and start it over. Can I ask you uh, Can I ask you a question, tape or broadcast for Clerk Channel Radio? What do you want? Um, what's <laughs> your name? Hans. What's your occupation? I'm a flight attendant. Can you finish this line? Oh, say can you see through the dawn's early lights? <laughs> no, because I'm just now the, 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 the anthem yet. Okay. Where are you from again? I'm from Chile. Oh, Chile? Yeah. Oh, very nice. Beautiful country. All right, thank you. Now, you, you may... You can't really expect the guy from Chile to uh, know what our national anthem is. Now, describe Hans. What did he look like? I'm, a pic- I'm picturing effeminate. A mm-hmm. uh, 5'2", black shirt, spiky hair, around 50. You should have sang his national anthem instead. Now, here's what's funny. Matt screwed it up, and he had the piece of paper in front of him. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you want to replay it, it's, oh, say, can you see 
by the dawn's early light. Let's, yeah, that's what hear, I thought, but I wasn't going to say anything. Look like a jackass. Let's hear what Matt says. Can I ask you? Uh, can I ask you a question? Taper broadcast for Clerk Channel Radio. What do you want? Um, <laughs> what's your name? Hans. What's your occupation? I'm a flight attendant. Can you finish this line? Oh, say can you see through the dawn's early lights? <laughs> no, because through, through the, the dawn's, dawn's early, early light. light. And Matt Albert had the piece of paper in front of him. <laughs> I can't read. How do you get that wrong? Well, it's confusing. There's a lot of words in that song. And it's not fair that the guy was from Chile. So, all right, there, we're Central Florida 0 for 1. You should have, I, I still stand by, you should have tried to get him to sing his own. Yeah, that would have been fun. I, we wouldn't have known it. Flight attendant. Big Al and on the turnpike here in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Big Al? All right, my brother. Go ahead. Um, you, you're sending uh, Matt Albert out to uh, Walmart. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is get somebody to ask the president. Do you honestly think he knows the song? Here's the thing. <laughs> I think he knows it because he sang it in Spanish when he went around touring to uh, various places mm-hmm. when he was running. I don't know if he knows the English version. But well, I yeah, know- the, the, yeah, the reason why he, 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 he sung it in Spanish is because his writers were writing it for him. Right. But if you catch him like you're catching the, guy, the people coming out of Walmart, um, if yeah. you catch him that way and ask him, Mr. President, can you finish this word? Uh, howdy doody won't be able to do, uh, finish those <laughs> words. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Big I Appreciate right, it. I would, have, I'd have to agree that he would not know how to really sing the song if you caught him in like a in a situation where he wasn't expecting it. I think Big Al just said, God bless you. Thank you, sir. We're going to need it. Mm-hmm. All right. So Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Here's again, because our representatives and congresspeople, they can't, you know, finish the words to the Star Spangled Banner. So we Matt went out to the Super Walmart. Mm-hmm. Here... Let me see who Matt is talking to here. I believe this is um, a he's producer. Talking, he's talking to Matt, a music producer. I'm going to assume he just said producer. I'm guessing music producer the way he was dressed. And you're saying he <laughs> is a black? What does that mean? Well, because he's a black guy with braces and a Vic jersey. So. Okay. All right. So let's see if this guy I'm knows. Ron Mexico over here. Question tape for broadcast for Clear Channel Radio. All right. All right. What's your name? Matt. Occupation? Producer. Okay, finish this line. Oh, say can you see through the dawn's early lights? Ah, damn. Oh, say can you see? Damn, I don't even remember that. All right, thanks, man. <laughs> okay, again, Matt doesn't know it because it's by the dawn's early light. What did he say? Through. He said through the dawn's early light again. <laughs> so? What do you mean, so? It's a hard song. The whole point is you go out testing others. But you have it written right in front of you. All right, Dubs, our next, um, all right, 0 for 2. Our next contestant, Laquita, on disability. White chick. Right. I'm sure. With a name like Laquita on disabilities, I'm sure it's a white chick. I actually know a white chick named Laquita. She works at Starbucks. Oh, really? Really. She's an old lady. She's cool. <laughs> All right. Um, go get us a cafe mocha then on her. So let's see. Dubs, what do you think? And Laquita know it or no? No. No way. Okay. Now Matt has to talk her into going on the air. Okay. All right. So here we go. Can I ask you a question? Tape for broadcast for Clear Channel Radio. What kind of question? Do I have your permission? So it's about Star Spangled Banner. Oh, about the English, the Spanish. Yeah. It's about. Can you finish a lyric? Can I? Do I have your permission? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, what's your name? Laquita. Occupation? Uh, I'm on disability. Retired. Finish this line. Through the rockets, red glare. Through the bombs, bursting in air. 
They flew through the night. That our flag was still there. Thanks. Did you get it right? She got it right. Matt got it wrong. What? Laquita got it right. <laughs> you keep throwing through into... That's like the third through you've thrown into the Star Spangled Banner. It's... And the rocket's red glare. The bomb's bursting in air. You say... Through the rocket's red glare, through the bombs bursting in air, in addition to through the dawn's early light. Should be through because they're looking through it to see the dawn's early light. What? I don't know. To me, the most disturbing thing is the guy who went out with the piece of paper of the Star Spangled Banner in front of him to test people. Gets it wrong, and Laquita on disability got it right. <laughs> that part wasn't on the paper. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, let's take a break, come back. <laughs> Mofo. Dubs, I'm telling you, and I don't know if you guys are outraged whether or not. I'll tell you this. I'd give a prize to someone who could recite it, recite it perfectly. Out of all of us Which right you, here, I don't think any one of us could. Uh, Matt can't even do it. A prize. Yeah, Matt can't even do it, and he had the freaking paper in his hand. All right, here's who's upcoming, Dubs. David, who's a surveyor, and according to Matt, had a ratty, orthodox Jewish beard. <laughs> Rita, the world's oldest bartender. <laughs> How old? She was like 67. All right. Guessing around there. I'm guess- I guarantee she's a bartender at a bowling alley. That's where you find the <laughs> oldest bartenders. Virginia, retired curmudgeon, according to Matt. And then Bill... Retired old guy, I doubt he knew where he was, and according to Matt, I stumble all the way through this one. <laughs> and, and it is, uh, he doesn't disappoint. Stumbalicious? Alright, we'll take a break, we'll come back, we'll give you those, and if somebody could actually recite this thing, I'd give you a prize. Just the first little, and I didn't even know this, the Star Spangled Banner, this is just the first verse. Like five or six of them. Oh yeah. I didn't even realize, so we'll come back with that. It's well worth it here in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. This one's for the press. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Road Radio 104.1 on a Wednesday. Uh, I don't know, he's so bad. Thirty pack of straw. Um, I'm just here trying to show the the president who's in town that we here in Central Florida we know the Star Spangled Banner. And we were proving it by taking Matt Albert out to Walmart and Castleberry and talking to people. So far, we are one for three. And 0 for four, or 0, 0 for three, on uh, if Matt can say it right to the person. Yeah, because Matt, even though he had the paper in front of him, has screwed it up. Now, this all goes back to uh, Good Morning America, who courted some, cornered some of our Congress people on Capitol Hill. Uh, none of them knew that they talked to how come whenever we're uh, thinking up a crazy bit or a kid-touching story, Walmart is like the first place that we always see? Well, no, 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 here's the thing. Walmart, Middle America. We, yeah. They know the Star Spangled Banner. Now, I said I'd give a prize to someone who could repeat or actually recite the first line. So I'm going to go to Rachel Winter Park, then we'll go back to more of the Matt tapes, which are uh, very good. Rachel, you there? Yes, I am. All right, let me hear you uh, go through uh, the Star Spangled Banner. I will get okay. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming? Stop me anytime. 
No, keep on going. You're doing good. Go, keep going. And the rocket. All right, no, it's that's you, Mister. Sorry. All right, sorry, Rachel. You missed it. I don't think we're gonna find one person. She, what did she miss? No, she went through oh. gleaming. Then she just rockets red glare. She skipped like two uh, whole lines. Yeah. I think it's probably uh, easier to sing it than it is to recite it. If you were just talking it, it's, you'd probably more likely to screw up. That's a good point, Celine. Here's the next one Matt Albert had, because he went over to that Walmart uh, in Castleberry. Look, I don't want to let the president down. The president's in town. Us having been in Washington, D.C., he was a big fan of us, hated to have, you know, let us go. Mm -hmm. But now that we're down here in Central Florida, he gets to hear the hideout again, his favorite show. So um, we want to prove, you know, we got what it takes here. So here is David, a surveyor, who, according to Matt Albert, has a ratty Orthodox Jew beard. Can I ask you a question, tape for broadcast for Clear Channel Radio? Uh, well, what kind of question? It's about the Star Spangled Banner. Um, what's your name? David. Uh, what's your occupation? Uh, surveyor. Finish this line. Through the rockets red glare, through the bombs bursting in air. Uh, the rockets red, uh, gave proof through the night that the flag was still there. Good job. Thank you very much. All right. So there it is. Actually, that our flag is still mm -hmm. there, but I'm that our, yeah. though. I'm willing to let that go. So, so far, we didn't really sound uh, American, so it's the flag to him. Now, what did he look like, Matt? Uh, he was, once again, everyone was below 5'6", for some reason. And he had the really ratty Jewish beard, and he had the Woody Allen movements. <laughs> Just, his the arms mannerisms. Were, yeah, his arms were above his head the whole time. He's wearing the black hat. I like, like him. So he's Orthodox. He was an Orthodox Jewish guy. Or just impersonating one. You okay. were talking to Richard Lewis. So, bursting in air. So, so Central Florida, two for four. Matt, zero oh for four, despite having the paper. All right, now we move on to Rita, according to Matt Albert, the world's oldest bartender. Miss, can I ask you a question? Tape for broadcast for Clear Channel Radio. Okay. What's your name? Rita. Uh, what's your occupation? A bartender. Okay. Finish this line. Through the rockets red glare, <laughs> through the bombs bursting in air. Oh, for five. Gave through to the night that our waves were still there. Our what was for? I don't know. Much. I think she said beers. Braves. I, Braves gave through. To, <laughs> she threw in a through too. I'm gonna have to go. That's over. She, that yeah, she included the Indians. You, you know what? You should have. I guarantee, if you would have said a free bird lyric and let her try that one, she would have had it. She would have nailed it. <laughs> Simple man would would have been all over. Just try the mumble method. Came through through the burst. World's <laughs> oldest bartender, like Dub said, she did give him a free bowling pass. <laughs> so he'll go see her at the uh, at the Brunswick Lanes. Dubs, now we only got two more left. To me, these are my favorites. Really? Here is Virginia. Now, Matt, are you convinced this little old lady? Describe her, if you could. Uh, she was four and a half feet tall, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, five feet worth of turkey neck, and uh, she had dyed red hair like Lucille Ball. And she, I don't think she liked the black men talking to her. Oh, okay, so hey, she's a white chick, old white do chick. Do you think that, did she ask you for a ride, a uh, driver somewhere? No. And do you think she's the one who turned you in? Yeah, I do think she's the one that turned me in, because like a couple people after this, I got escorted out by a 6'7 black guy. <laughs> so here, That was a battle of the bulge right there. <laughs> here's Virginia, the retired curmudgeon, according to Matt. 
Excuse me, miss. Can I ask you a question? Tape for broadcast for Clear Channel Radio. Depends on what it is. It's about uh, <laughs> Star Spangled Banner. Okay. Uh, what's your name, miss? First name? Virginia. Occupation? Retired. Um, finish this line. Through the rocket's red glare, through the bombs <laughs> bursting in air. Okay. What's the rest of the lyrics? I know the Star Spangled Banner. Alright. You thanks. made her look like an ass. Yeah. What? <laughs> How dare you pick on that old poor woman? Screw her. She came after me. I was being attacked there. Oh. Um, you ran up to her. <laughs> Meet Virginia. Excuse me, miss. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> Tape for broadcast for Clear Channel Radio. <laughs> it's about uh, Star Spangled Banner. Okay. Uh, what's your name, miss? First name? Virginia. Occupation? Retired. Um, finish this line. Through the rocket's red glare, through the bombs bursting in air. What's the rest of the lyric? I know the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Star Spangled Banner. All right. Thanks. She only eats old Teen at Midnight. Right. Matt seems disgusted by her. Her, her, right, her occupation, trying to breathe. <laughs> she was turned away from me the whole time. She just kept turning. That's why I had to keep asking her her name. All right, here's She's the final one. Clutching her pocketbook. Yeah. Here's the last guy. Uh, Bill, uh. retired old guy. Matt, like, describe what was going on with Bill. Just real. Don't give it all away because you, you say some of it toward the end of the clip, but... He was walking in and out of the Walmart with, like, he wasn't carrying anything, so I think he had Alzheimer's and he was just lost. <laughs> or maybe he's just one of their greeters, because I'm sure most of them have Alzheimer's. He didn't have a vest. He just looked lost. His hair was disheveled, blowing in the wind. All right, here we go. Here's Bill in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I don't understand. Right now, Central Florida, uh, we're two for six. Ooh. Matt Albert, 0 for six. This isn't a very good impression we're giving the president. Sir, can I uh, get your permission to use this tape on uh, broadcast broadcast on Clear Channel Radio? Can I can I ask you a question? <laughs> tape for broadcast on Clear Channel Radio. Okay. Uh, what's your name? Bill. Uh, what's your occupation? I'm retired. Finish this line. Oh, say can you see through the dawn's early light? Did you run a breath there? By the dawn's early light. Yeah. Finish the line. Finish the line. That's part of the... Of the uh, hold on, hold on. National Pause anthem. it. Rewind a second. I think Matt gets it wrong, and the old guy gets it right when he's repeating it back. He does. Matt got corrected. Yeah. Through the dawn's early light. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? Oh, my God, you ass! Finish the line. That's part of the... National anthem. Yeah. What, what comes after that? I, I just can't think right now. Okay. All right. Thanks, so. though. Yeah. He was about ninety, <laughs> and uh, I don't. I don't think that's his real name. I don't think. Uh, I don't think he knows it. To be honest with you. <laughs> so I'm torn. Do we give Central Florida one point? For him correcting Matt Albert? No, because he didn't know what came after it. Half a point. I mean, it's easy if someone tells you, you know, is this right or wrong, and you can correct it. But for you to follow up on it, it's a little bit more difficult. All right, well, you tell you what. Um, Matt Albert, congratulations on having the sheet of paper in your hand and going 0 for 7 reciting the national anthem. Thank you.
Thank you very much. Central Florida, once again, you are better than Matt Albert as you went two for seven in reciting the national anthem. And according to Good Morning America, none of our con- uh, Congress people can recite it. Mm-mm. Here's what we got. We got people on the line who want to recite. Okay. I'll give people two more chances. Because the president's also in town, we got a little game, Chunks. What is that that we'll play next? It's uh, going to be Bush or Bush. And I've taken quotes from George Bush the senior and George Bush the junior. And I will read you a quote, and you'll have to guess which idiot said it. All right, for those of you who are on the line and want to recite, if we don't get to you to recite, hang tight. You can play the game. We have um, uh, gift cards, $50 in coupons to 7-Eleven to give away. we got some DVDs, $20 gift card to Johnny's Filling Station. Great stuff. We'll do that next in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on, shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. All right, giving away prizes on a Wednesday night with the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I'm reciting the national anthem dubs. Central Florida, two for seven. Matt, zero for seven. Even though he had the paper in his hand and went out and asked the questions at the Walmart. <laughs> I just want to reiterate that so you get to live with it for the rest of your life. It's going to hurt me. Uh, let's go to Michelle real fast who wants to recite it real quickly, and then let's move on with the game. Uh, Michelle, you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm, I might mess it up, though, so let me know if I can <laughs> All right. stop. All right. Go <laughs> ahead, sorry. sweetie. Um, okay, it starts, Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light. Mm-hmm. What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming. I see she's very deep. Broad stripes and broad stripes and bright stars through this the perilous fight. She's reading it. I'm reading it. You know how long I've been on hold. I called right after. <laughs> all right, you said go it. ahead, go I ahead. All right, all right, continue on from uh, where you <laughs> left off. She's smacking you right now. Um, with broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. Or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. Reading. Uh, <laughs> reading. The, uh, so gallantly the, reading. The rockets red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Reading. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave, or the land of the free and the home of the brave. All right. Congratulations. You can read. Hold on, Michelle. You win a prize. Hold on, sweetie. Oh, that was crap. I didn't even think about it. They're on hold for 25 minutes. They could have Googled it. too. Um, uh, the pro- I'm sitting here reading along with her, and that's how I would have pretended. Damn it. I like how she, like, pretended to forget the most easy parts, too. And uh, our, our flag. The, the, All right, that's it. Here's the thing, though. Let's move on now with the Chunks game. You ready, Chunks? All right, it is Bush Sr. or Bush Jr. giving away prizes. Let's say they got to get two out of three correct to be a winner. Okay? Uh, I got 14 of them. All right, there. Terrence has been on hold. Terrence, you ready to play the game? I'm ready. All right, here we go, my friend. Who said this? All right, Terrence, Bush Sr. or Bush Jr.? We're enjoying sluggish times and not enjoying them very much. Which Bush said that? Uh, let's go with Jr. on that one. Sorry, that is incorrect. That was um, George Bush Sr. in 1992. Was I guess this is right before uh, or in the campaign yeah, trail? Yeah, during the campaign trails. Uh, a lot of these are all pretty much just either during a debate 
or an, a, like an appearance. All right, Terrence, well, that's the only time they'll really go out and say yeah. anything without a script in front of them. Terrence, here's your second chance. Bush Sr. or Bush Jr.? All right. I am... I just am not one who who flamboyantly believes in throwing a lot of words around. This would Junior again. What? Yes. I am not one who who flamboyantly believes Thanks, in Sorry, throwing buddy. a lot of words around. <laughs> Alright, let's go to Don Porno at UCF. You ready, dude? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Alright, Bush Senior or Bush Junior? If we don't succeed, we run the risk of failure. 2.0. That's right. Junior. <laughs> junior, junior, junior. Yeah, yeah you got it. <laughs> you got it. Good job. That is one correct. You get the next one right, you're a winner. All right. This one's a little longer. Please don't ask me to do that which I've just said I'm not going to do because you're burning up time. The meter is running through the sand on you, and I am now filibustering. Senior. Yep. Good job. You know your bushes. Hold on. Don Porno at UCF. <laughs> Proud of you. I'm this beginning to uh, sense a pattern <laughs> when it comes to speech and our uh, our Bush presidents. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> no dejaremos a ningún niño atrás. We will leave no child behind. <laughs> that was just funny because he speaks Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to... Uh, Lewis in Orlando. You ready, Lewis? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Senior or junior when it comes to the bush? The Holocaust was an obscene period in our nation's history. I mean, this century's history. But we all lived in this century. I didn't live in this century. Who said that, senior or junior? That could be either one, but I think it's senior. Senior? Sorry. That was a W. I'm I'm starting to realize the Bushism thing... (laughs) Runs in the family. Okay, here we go. Uh, here's your second one, Lewis, to stay in the game. Okay. It's no exaggeration to say that undecideds could go one way or another. <laughs> I know I that. Got, yeah, I gotta say Junior on that one. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> that does sound like something I would have uh, remembered Junior saying. You know, I thought I thought for sure that was Junior. W or H W. Uh, here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right. Let's go to ladies first, Michelle in Orlando. You ready, Michelle? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. All right, Michelle. We're going to have the best educated American people in the world. <laughs> is that junior or senior? <laughs> That's got to be junior. That is junior. Good job. Here's the, here's your second <laughs> one to be a winner. It, it isn't the pollution that's harming the environment. It's the impurities in our air and water that are doing it. Is that senior or junior? Wow. Um, junior. That is junior. Oh, you're a winner. Yeah. Hold on. And for being a, a lucky winner, you get this. See, without the tax relief package, there would have been a deficit, but there wouldn't have been the commiserate, uh, the, 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 not commiserate, the, the, the <laughs> kick to our economy that occurred as a result of the tax relief. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got to put Looney Tunes behind that. That would be a lot of fun. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Bush Sr., Bush Jr. Got six left. Six? Yep. All right, let's break. We should break now. Try to stay on time because we got the Mother's Day special coming mm-hmm. up. All right, people are all over this board. They want to play it. Plus, Dubs, we've had two. And as we've heard, they're both very good. Will there be a third Bush president? Jib? 
Talk about that next in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. To uh, shake the hand of a brave Iraqi citizen who had his hand cut off by Saddam Hussein. <laughs> oh, hold on. you got to play that again. You, that one can't be real. That has to be fabricated and edited. I'm honored to uh, shake the hand of a brave Iraqi citizen who had his hand cut off by Saddam Hussein. All righty, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. In honor of the president who was in town earlier today. Yes, yeah, C-Lane. Oh, nothing, just that proud fist pump for it the press. It was the fist pump for the press. All right, let's wrap this game up and then move on because we got a Mother's Day special to get to. Uh, so incredibly douche chill, you do not want to miss it. Uh, Bush Sr. or Jr. here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Nikki, you are next up. You ready, Nikki? Hi, yes. All right, here we go. Who said it, senior or junior? Let me give you a little serious political advice. One single word. Puppies. Worth the points. Junior. What did you say, junior or senior? Junior. Nope. What does that even mean? I, I don't know. He said it sometime in 1990. <laughs> okay. Here's your next one, Nikki, to stay in the game. All right. When I need a little advice about Saddam Hussein, I turn to country music. Senior or junior? I turned to Toby. Senior. That was senior. Uh, our young country was big back then with mm-hmm. uh, Garth Brooks and Billy Ray Cyrus. Okay, here's your next one to be a winner, sweetie. All right. Verbosity leads to unclear and inarticulate things. Senior. No, sorry. Oh, you're so close. Does anyone know what, if verbosity is a word? I don't know what that is. I'm not going to lie to you. I could be. I'm just as ignorant as the president right now. Verbose? You might have meant that word. Uh, Changed it. All right, how many do we have left? Yeah, three left. The best ones in my book. All right, Travis, Andy, and Richard have all been waiting patiently, so we shall get to them, but it's going to be one and done, all right? Andy, you're first out of those three. You ready? Ready. All right, here we go. All right, Andy. Quite frankly, teachers are the only profession that teach our children. Senior. Nope. Uh, sorry, I wanted sorry. To, that was a junior. Yeah. That was a W, not an HW. Uh, this next one's great. Oh, well, then we'll give it to Richard in Daytona here in the hideout. <laughs> Richard. You ready, Richard? Good, buddy. Here we go. Uh, which Bush said this, senior or junior? Ozone man, ozone. He's crazy. Way out. Far out, man. Uh, Senior. That was senior speaking about Al Gore during the 1992 presidential campaign. Calling him Ozone Man? Yes. <laughs> ozone Man, comma, Ozone, period. He's crazy, comma, way out, comma, far out, comma, man, period. Uh, Travis in Winter Park, you're going to wrap it up, my friend. All right, sounds good. Here we go. All right, this Bush said this during a tour of Auschwitz. Boy, they were big on crematoriums, weren't they? <laughs> No! No! I'm going to have to go with senior. <laughs> yes, that was senior. Hold on. Right. You're a winner, Travis. <laughs> I think we're all winners with these two as our presidents for what is going to be a collective 12 years. And now wow, they really like crematoriums, didn't they? Ugh. I've noticed these guys are kind of the Captain Obvious, Mr. Obvious dudes. Yeah, yeah but I don't, you just don't say it. I just I guess at the thing today, um, Jeb was there and they're like, "Hey, Jeb would make a great president." Oh, so those rumors are gonna start swirling now. Well, Jeb has said he doesn't want to run. 
and I don't believe he'd have any chance in hell. Now, they're saying there is a chance that Jeb could maybe run for Senate. The Senate seat for uh, Florida at one point. What do you, uh, What do people think about him being vice? Do you I, think that's a possibility? I Miami? D- I d- yeah, right. I don't see anyone really digging it. How pissed does he have to be at his older brother, W? You know, like, you I blew thought, it. You I thought W it. was the old, uh, younger. Is he? I think so. I'm not sure. I, I don't so. know the the uh, the family tree over there that well. Either way, how pissed is he got to be at him? Like I had a shot and you blew it for me. A lot of because you know obviously we're transplants from uh, D.C. and we're down here in Central Florida now, loving it. And a lot of the people that we talk to mm-hmm. who have Florida natives say that Jeb is the dumber of the brothers. No, you're gonna think that whenever you are exposed to one person like that. That's just I'm I'm going by my unofficial poll. <laughs> of the three people, the three friends that I have here, who are all Democrats. Uh, and I think it's actually a scientific poll. Do you want to hear a little more of uh, yeah, a couple quick more Bushisms, and then we'll get to our Mother's Day tribute. I hear there's rumors on the uh, internets. All right, that was the short one. Rarely is the question asked, are, is our children learning? <laughs> That's always a good one. I don't believe it's real. I own a timber company. That's news to me. Need some wood? <laughs> I remember that yeah. from the debate with Kerry, and I marked that one, and I pulled that one. Um, we were there with our buddies Ryan and Fez watching the debates up at JFK. And one more for the road. No dejaremos a ningún niño atrás. We will leave no child behind. Give me the Saddam hand-cutting one right. real fast. That one's my favorite. I've never heard of that one before. That's my favorite one of all time. The top Bushism. Other than, I guess, Seniors Auschwitz dig, which was a lot of fun, too. Boy, they weren't big on crematoriums, were they? Okay, so to recap this hour, Central Florida, two for seven when it comes to Star Spangled Banner. Three for eight, if you want to know Michelle who read it. Matt Albert, 0 oh for seven, even though he had the piece of paper in his hands. And um, both the Bushes love to uh, mess up the English language. I'm honored to uh, shake the hand of a brave Iraqi citizen who had his hand cut off by Saddam Hussein. That guy got to shake the hand that shook the world. Or I wonder if he just shook the phantom hand and acted like there was a hand there, like just to make him feel better about it. I suppose. Did the whole Happy Gilmore thing. (laughs) (laughs) Knocked into the road. All right, boys. Chubbs. Are you guys ready for our uh, very uncomfortable Mother's Day tribute? Are you ready to rock and roll? Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> Has everyone talked to their mothers to make sure they're around to call them if we need to? Mine's going to be out for a while. I don't know. if She said she might be home around 8.30. Okay, oh, we're going to do a couple things to whittle down who has to do it, so that's not going to be a problem. Plenty of time. This is going to be I so much... next year by 8.30. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun because I'm out. It's our Mother's Day tribute. When we come back, the boys will reveal something they do not want their mothers to know. A very, very bad secret. Some of it probably involving their mother. Mm-hmm. Then we will whittle down who has to call their mom through a couple of things that we've come up with. And then the loser of it all has to call their mother on the air and admit it. Our little version of Mother's Day here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, remind me to talk about the Pussycat Dolls a little later on. 
I know it sounds odd, but I got a reason for it. Don't it's forget hot... to talk about the Pussycat Dolls later. Yeah. Oh. Nine or ten be great. Uh, it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Thank you, though. You at least did what I asked. Um, I want to thank the new interns for being here, first of all. And C-Lane, who's doing a great job with the podcasting and editing the videos. I watched the chunks being uh, the human piñata for losing the uh, Hideout Hottie ha- Fantasy Draft 2006. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Very quick, very funny. That's on the stunts for the uh, podcasting on iTunes. Here's another thing. I don't know if we could do it. Just quick programming note. Can we also put those on realradio.fm under videos? Yeah, yes. Right. Oh, they are. Not the new, new ones, but the uh, okay. other Fight Club. and stuff. Remind me, too, to give him the stuff from D.C., I have the DVDs. You got it back from Jimmy D, who I gave it to like six months ago? Yeah, I, I don't know if I got it back from him, but I do have it. Also, too, we got the discs. We found the discs from Melbourne, from the uh, Helmet of Pain medley, the title Oh, nice! That uh, Chick-fil-A John took, so it's about four discs. That may take some time, but... Okay, but we'll get all that up. That's very cool. Yeah, see lane We got the, uh, coming up soon, the Hideout Fight Club 2 We'll be Between Bikers, BJ, and Matt Albert. Yes. All right, so all that on the stunts, I think, podcasting on, on that last iTunes. one's not up yet, but it'll be coming soon. Okay, very still good. still cutting it together. Now, Dubs, back uh, in the old school days, we had come up with a bit in which we, for Mother's Day, to celebrate, mm-hmm. admitted something about our mothers involving us that we really wanted no one to know. But we said it on the air. And, okay, whatever, we say stuff on the air all the time. And we're kind of in a vacuum, especially shielded from our families because none of our family lives here in Central Florida. Yeah, they've never lived in anywhere really where we were broadcasting to. And at the time that we did that bit, mm-hmm. no, these guys weren't on the show yet, so again, we were shielded. And the reason that we did that, thank you, Chunks, for handing me a note. Don't forget to talk about the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> again, I asked about <laughs> 9 or 10. <laughs> so we did the bit, and we admitted stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we played a game. I lost the game, so I had to call my mother on the air on Mother's Day and tell her that while I was staying with her, uh, coming home from college at one point, I was looking for pornography. So when she was out shopping or maybe at school or whatever, working, I went rummaging through her drawers. Looking for porn. And ended up finding what I thought was a candlestick. Mm Mm-hmm. Turns out the candlestick moved. Turns out it wasn't a candlestick. It was a um, simulated, well, right. It was a toy, and I accidentally smelled it. And Why would you? I, I, I doubt it was accidental. And you were in college. You didn't know what that was just when you uh, uncovered it? I thought it? it was a candle. I wasn't expecting it, dude. Why do you sniff it? Like you're a bear looking at a dead deer. I, it was just like, what is... Patting all, it with your paw. And then all, all, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God. I just got this from C-Lane on the uh, phone screening software. Dear Hefe, don't forget to talk about the Pussy Get Dolls. Thanks. Um, so anyway... At 9 o'clock would be great. So anyway, I call my mom, and I admit this to her. And the sound of devastation in her voice by A, I had gone through her stuff. B, I had found her toy. C, C you were looking for porn in her room. Right. I mean, that's, that's disturbing enough. And then, beyond all that, I embarrassed her uh, on the air in Washington, D.C. 
I don't know if like Nameless or anybody who has the archives has that. I'd love to see if we could find that somewhere. I'm sure he has it. I know a few people who have some old, old stuff, and I'll I'll go through that. Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up, Beth? I just want to remind you not to forget to talk about the pussycat dog. <laughs> okay. All right, look, I appreciate the reminders, <laughs> but uh, that's for later. We're doing mm-hmm. something right now. Our Mother's Day tribute here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1 and RealRadio.fm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the game. Because of that, for the longest time, I couldn't get my mother to come on the air with us. Finally, I broke her down a little bit, and she's cool. She'll come on the air. But you'd say she's cool? I mean, last time she came on air with us, you scared her so much that what she lost like 20 pounds? Yeah, that's because these boys yelled at her. I am out of the running to do this because I already lost once, and I could never top that when it comes to my mother and talking about revealing a secret. You boys are not. That includes Matt Albert, Chunks, Tommy Bateman, and J-Dubs, the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. The real show. It is now time for you boys to admit what it is that if you lose, you will have to call your mother for Mother's Day. Well, I've uh, said mine a few times, so I'll go first. Uh, one time I was run, I, I was going into my mom's room to ask her a question. I thought she was taking a nap. Uh, I peek into the room. And it's her boyfriend and her having sexual relations of the buck style. Uh, what? I didn't know it was that. Yeah, uh, the the uh, legs were up on the shoulders. Oh my! And uh, I quickly shut the. I didn't quickly shut the door because I, w- I didn't want to make any noise and you know have them know that I saw that horrific scene. But I shut the door. And uh, went and did something else. A uh, day later, I'm running a batch, and I'm trying. And where I was doing it, I didn't have a magazine or like a video, so I was using my head. And what pops into my head is my mom and Mullet Joe having sex. Yes. And you continue. <sighs> I wanted to stop, but I knew I didn't have a whole lot of time, and I didn't know when I was going to be able to enjoy it again. So I kept on going, shielded uh, the the vision out of my head, and I, you know. Completed. Completed, yeah. All right, and you're going to call your mom and tell her. Mm-hmm. If you lose. Yes. All right, Lester Big Hands here in the high out on Rogue Radio. What's up, Lester? Hey, Huffy, what's happening? Hey, don't forget to talk about the pussy guy. Uh, you know, enough. I mean, seriously, enough. Thank you. Thank you, no Lester. Problem. Big hands, bitch. You know, the funny thing is, we're all going to forget at 9 o'clock. Well, no, I have three reminders. I also got one from J-Dubs and I am. Thank you. It's really not even that important. It's just something I wanted to say. It's going to be a letdown. No, yeah. You're building it up way too big. I didn't build anything. You guys did. All right, now let's move over to Chunks's, because Chunks's is kind of weak, but it's something that will literally break his mother's heart. What is it, Chunks? Um, my mom is very traditional, and mm-hmm. I know it doesn't sound extreme to a lot of people, but, I mean, thinks I've been honest, and for the most part I was. I never really walked in because I figured bad stuff was going on behind that door that I didn't really need to see. Um, I went to Ohio once with a buddy of mine uh, to see some, some of his family up there, and uh, I stole a bird bath that was laying on some old lady's lawn in addition to some plants, and I tell my mom, that the, actually the bird bath is, is kind of an antique, 
and I spent like a thousand dollars on it, but you know, I loved her so much that that's what I thought about. And this bird bath she has to this day tells all of her friends about it, and I mean, it's one of the things she shows them she's proud of because it's an antique, and she's big into the antiques. Now, my mom is so traditional that this would break her heart, you know, that her son would lie to her and mislead her. I mean, that's a big, that was a big no-no growing up. I mean, it Oh, was I got just... you. And you're a very, you're a very good kid. I can see you're very respectful. I know you're very nervous about having to tell your mom that you committed a misdemeanor to give her one of her prized possessions. See, that's the thing, too. She will focus on the law thing because, I mean, I know, hey, you go to 7-Eleven and steal something. To her, that's you're a criminal. Mm-hmm. You're a criminal. You've broken the law, and you've lied to her. You know, that's that's a sin. Oh, dude. Are you gonna, the, at first, when you told me, I thought it was weak because it's not sexual in nature. Now, the more I think about it, that one could maybe shatter your mom's... Uh, I want to get in your mom's head in this one, too. Why would she think you'd ever have a thousand dollars to spend on her for a Mother's Day gift? Uh, when I I used to work at the, I don't care. Right. I really don't. I care. had a lot of money back then. I had a lot more money back then, and I told her it was a great deal. It was an, an opportunity. All right, for a bird bath. Gee, thanks. Uh, Tommy Bateman, what is the one you will admit to your mother if you lose? Can I go in a minute after man? I was practicing holding my breath. Okay, because that's one of the things we're gonna have to do. All right, Matt, you're up then. That sucks, God. <laughs> All right, this is when I was about 15. Uh, the computer that we did have was in her room. It was around uh, 6.30 in the morning. For some reason, I was still on, probably playing StarCraft. And uh, I had gotten done playing StarCraft, and I w- was l- reading this uh, sexual story. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom was maybe, she was asleep, but maybe like 5, 10 feet away from me. You know, sleeping soundly with the television on so I could, you know, rustle around <laughs> yeah. and not really hear me. And uh, I I batched while she was in the same room sleeping five feet away from Five me. feet away from you. You were running a batch at the computer. Yeah. And Look. she could have woke up any time and saw you. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a slow one. And it was, it was, <laughs> of I wasn't, course. I wasn't going at it. And you were passionate. You were reading a erotic story? Yeah. Do, do those work for you? Well, well, back then they did. When he was 15. You remember that's one of the things Sid always used to do back at the old station? Our old interns. I always Canada. remember he always used to go to sexstoryfree.com and just download. <laughs> really? Oh, man. All these crazy. I didn't know about that. Oh, man. And they were just vulgar and, like, descriptive. Right, Tommy, what's yours? <sighs> I thought we didn't have to do this unless we lost. No, you got to tell the story up front so that way it builds the suspense on whether or not you're going to lose. Mm. <sighs> I am having trouble uh, saying this Say out loud. It. Come on, we got to take a break. We got to get to who's going to do it or not. Chunks volunteers. Um, <laughs> I in high school I <laughs> took a pair of my mom's panties to school and said they were my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Winner! All right, that by far is the best one I've heard. (laughs) Wow. All right, let's go to a break. (laughs) And you really want to get to uh, whittling down? Did it work? It's a relief. I don't even want to think about this. Were they lace? Were they thong? Were they granny panties? How old was your mom at the time? I don't even want to think... 
Oh, you did it. You have to think about it. <laughs> no, I ended, I ended up throwing away at school. I was like, this is disgusting. I, I can't believe I did it. It wasn't like any like thing sexy or anything. It wasn't like granny panties. It was just sort of like regular kind of, old. Looked like kind of like a bikini <laughs> bottom almost. Mm. Hot. Matt, put your hands where we can see him. <laughs> Tell uh, me more about him. <laughs> Mike and Eustace, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Mike? First of all, I love you guys, man. But uh, thanks. All right. Oh. oh. Okay, Dubs, man. Mm. That is absolutely the most disgusting thing I think I've ever heard in my life. I'm sorry, bro. It happened. No, I I guess I can relate. Or not relate, but understand, you know, if you're pressed for time, but... Oh, I mean, if, if the thought of your, if the thought of your mother enters your head while you are trying to uh, self please, you stop. It's just rude. Right. I I, yes. I was at that age where I no I didn't have a whole lot of alone time. Thanks, Mike. I was seventeen for God's sake. I'll tell you this: sometimes I will have like a porn mm-hmm. and I'm watching it and you know doing what we do, and there is someone on there who maybe looks like what my mother looked like when she was younger mood killer and i stop and i can once and for that specific scene is ruined forever for the fear of what you did dobbs why don't you jam it in the tape deck and then just go on with it teach her a lesson Mm -hmm. so now we've heard the stories we're going to take a break and come back and find out who has to do what the who has to do what's even more intense i'll tell you one of them is holding breath but then from there, J Dubs. The holding breath is the tame part. Whoever can hold their breath the longest, and that's uh, you know kind of a David Blaine thing because of the he only made it seven minutes right. instead of nine. But the next step mm-hmm. is so hardcore. I hesitate to talk about it on the air, but you will never forget it. I'm almost willing to say it's a radio first, and that's next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, here we go. Mother's Day hideout style in the real uh, in the hideout Real Radio 104.1. The boys have admitted the thing that they do not want to tell their mother. According, uh, By the way, Nameless is going to post the segment on hideoutheretics.net. Oh, nice. When I call my mom and explain the whole thing that we just talked about. I don't even want to go back and listen to it. I couldn't even. It's so awful uh, what I did. I need batch material for tonight, so that's going to work. Again, here are the stories. Bateman. Uh, actually, we don't really need to go through them. Bateman took a pair of his mom's panties to school, saying that it was his girlfriend's. Matt Albert ran a batch with his mom in the same room, about five feet away. Matt. Chunks, uh, one of his mom's most prized possessions. She thought that uh, he spent money on it. In all actuality, he stole it and has been lying to her for all these years. And Dubs was um, running a batch. Mm-hmm. The thought of his mom popped into his head because he walked on, in on her and her boyfriend having sex. And he continued anyway. You guys disgust me. So, now it's time to decide, whittle it down, who's going to have to call their mother. Freaks. Here, we're going to, here's what we're going to do. All right. First of all, all four of you will come into the studio and hold your breath. Kind of David Blaine. Mm-hmm. All right? Whoever can hold it the longest is out of the running and will not have to call their mother. All righty? The second thing to whittle it down is the... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say a radio first. I don't know. I'm just going to proclaim it. If not, congratulations, someone else was as deviant as us. I saw a story where a mom baked some cookies that had X-Lax in them. And I guess she gave them to a teacher or mm-hmm. something. Well, 
Dubs, amazingly enough, decided to take it one step further. Well, x Flax is pretty tame. And we've done it before. Yeah. So Dubs got some Apple turnovers. Yeah. Three of them, because at that point there will three, be three people left. Two of the Apple turnovers are A-OK. The third Apple turnover has a cat turd in it. <laughs> so turd or turnover? Dude, that's nasty. I hope you die in a wreck, Dubs. Why? Yeah. What did I do? You can't eat. <laughs> that's, no, the, that's it. I'm in the running for this as well. <laughs> Shit, that's, man. That's part of the problem. Who is knows that, if your cat's got fleas or right. whatever? Lyme disease? It is Sadie Lou's. I'm allergic to cats. So, now here's the thing. I'm Who, with Hefe. I hope your cat dies now. Whoever gets the tainted turnover, wink, wink, will get the choose. Of the other two, who has to call their mother? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. You're hoping for the turnover in one way, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I'm having a lot of fun. Dude, that's disgusting. I'm out of the running, by the way, because of what I did last time that's on hideoutheretics.net. Oddly enough, you didn't have to go through the turnover to get there. You know you could get really sick doing that. Oh, well. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> All right, why don't all you boys come into the studio? Oh, man. The hell out of here. It's crazy. Do we have a camera and everything if somebody wants to uh, take photos? It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 in our Hideout Mother's Day special. You can't eat a... I can't, don't. They even say it. You can't eat that. You don't really want to. All right, here we go, boys. Why don't we come in here? And we're going to have you guys hold your breath. I can even take the photos if you just show me how, to, how it works. I got no problem with that. All right, just taking the photo right there. Very good. I think everyone should stand up. I think all the boys should stand up to hold their breath. Remember, whoever holds the breath the longest, I think gets out the easiest. And this mm-hmm. is honor of David Blaine. I want you to be right on top of the microphone. If you can jack it up as high as you can. You know, but I kind of want to go to the next round just so I I have a chance at a good turnover because I ate one of them uh, today. Delicious. And almost the, even getting the bad turnover, getting to pick the fate of the other two guys. Mm -hmm. In the hideout, there are no winners. Mm -mm. All right, here we go. Are you guys going to hold your breath? I, I want everyone to monitor. I'm going to monitor. Do not cheat. Completely hold. I, in cheat. fact, I tell you what. I want you to hold your breath, pinch your nose, so that there's no cheating. Again, uh, the last person standing on this gets out. On your mark, get set, mo. Pinch your nose. The last person holding their breath is out. That means that they don't have to either call their mother or move on to the next round, which involves the turd or turnover. Or what we'll call the tainted turnover. Cat-tainted turnover. All right, Chunks is out. Already, Chunks, you made it about 20 seconds. Even Matt Alfred made it longer last time. All right, Dubs is, ha- anyway. Dubs is having trouble. Tommy Bateman is in his happy place. He's very quiet. He's very still. Tommy Bateman is in his happy place. 
Dubs is having serious trouble right now. <laughs> Matt is starting to quiver. <laughs> Matt is beginning to quiver a little bit. That's bad news. All right, Dubs is out. Now it's between Tommy and Matt as to who is out next. Matt, look over at Tommy. <laughs> Matt's starting to quiver. His shoulders are shaking. Yeah, he's. Uh, it looks like he's trying to get breaths out of the breath he took. He's almost doing what Blaine had to do. And he's oh. really beginning to quiver. Yeah. Tommy Tommy's ba- going to make it. Tommy Bateman's still in his happy place. Yeah, Tommy isn't moving at all, and that's a good thing. The more <laughs> movement you have, the more uh, oxygen you're using. Matt <laughs> continuing to look over. Tommy is now beginning to have trouble. These guys are well into a minute plus, about 90 seconds. Tommy is bent over. I cannot believe Matt is going this long as between Matt and Tommy. Matt is looking at Tommy, who is now... How long? Oh, Tommy's out! Matt wins! Matt wins! <laughs> I can't believe it. Get on the mic. I want to hear you breathe. I'm so glad I didn't push it further than that, because I would have never been able to make it that yeah, you far. you see why I just gave up? Oh. How you feeling? Oh, crappy. Are you relieved? I'm going to All right, sit down. Go ahead and have a seat before you pass out. Tommy, can you believe that Matt Albert outlasted you? He cheated. I don't. I don't think he did. I mean, we were all in here. Did you know? We should, we should deduct. Him. We should deduct time from him, dude. He's got more of a reserve in that stomach of his. No, I. I, I would think it'd be more difficult for him because the the uh, it has to travel through the oxygen has to attend to more. I completely agree. By the way, the audio of me calling my mother is up on hideoutheretics.net. Thank you to Nameless who runs that, and uh, there's a link on the main page there. Hold on, before you go anywhere. Uh, thoughts, Bateman? He cheated. <laughs> Matt? I, I, I'm shaking. I, I thought it was hold your breath, then run to the bathroom and back. I almost passed out. It really looked like you were quivering and your shoulders were shaking. You guys really didn't want to eat the turnover. Uh. All right, C-Lane, um, also Jack Napier, our interns. Any shenanigans or everything look on the up and up to you guys? Look pretty good to me, but most of their uh, backs were towards me. So. All right. What about you, Napier? Anything? Didn't really look much like they were trying to breathe out or anything. You know, their back stayed still. Didn't look like a chest moved. I, I, I completely concur. All right, Matt, you will not have to call your mother. And by the way, he would be waking her up because she goes to bed at 8 o'clock and commutes two hours every day from Frederick, Maryland to Washington, D.C. You will not have to call her to admit to her. That you ran a batch while she was in the same room five feet away. Thank but also, God. you you have no chance at a turnover. Yeah, well, you can at least get one. No. All right. You get none. All right, now we move on to phase two, the tainted turnover. This is messed up. Tommy Bateman, Chunks Corolla. Now, since I was the one who did the turnovers and everything, you guys get to pick the other turnovers, and I'll take the leftover one. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back with the tainted turn. Yeah, go ahead and go back into the uh, studio, the main booth, Tommy. I hate the fact that Matt, I wanted Matt to lose the most. Did you? I wanted him to call his mother. Well, we've never heard his mom on the air before. And I think that would have been part of the fun. But still in the running, Chunks breaking his mom's heart about stealing her favorite possession. It, it's her favorite possession because he stole it and then gave it to her. Mm-hmm. Tommy Bateman taking his mom's panties to school, acting like they were his girlfriend's. And Dubs running one while uh, his the image of his mom pops into his head and he continued. Mm-hmm. All those things could still be revealed to their mothers live on the air 
We'll find out who it is next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, we find out who it is. Who's going to give the awful Mother's Day confession here in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1 on the Mother's Day special? Matt Albert, David Blaine style, was over to, able to hold his breath the longest, so he does not have to call his mother with his confession of self-pleasure when she was in the room five feet away. <laughs> that leaves Chunks Corolla, Tommy Bateman, and J-Dubs. I did it once before, back in the old school hideout, Saturday nights in D.C. So uncomfortable, and Nameless, who runs hideoutheretics.net, has posted it on that webpage. I'm so leery to even go back and listen to it. But nonetheless, it is there. We now move on to the elimination round. Three guys left. Now three Apple turnovers. <laughs> One of them tainted with a cat turd. Yes. Whoever gets the tainted turnover obviously suffers, but will not have to call their mother. They get the bonus opportunity of choosing... Who has to make the call? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I have the three turnovers in front of me wrapped in tinfoil. What will happen is Tommy and Chunks will each choose theirs, and I'll take the leftover one since I I honestly don't remember which one is the one because they kind of all look the same. Um, but they will all choose which one they want. And when we say Chunks, eat, you have to open it. Without hesitation, grab it, put it in your mouth, take a bite. Nice big bite? Yeah. All righty. This was Dubs' idea, by the way, and he has to do it. So let's go ahead, and I guess uh, you want to bring in Dubs first? Dubs, you want to do it first, or you want to leave it for the boys? What? No, uh, they, they have to choose theirs first, because okay. I don't want any shenanigans uh, being called on it. Tommy, why don't you go in there and pick yours? Chunks, why don't you go into Dubs' booth and pick yours and then bring it into the main studio? All right, we have three nice, shiny, and do not peek at them, three nice, shiny uh, turnovers. All pick right. the one you want. Tommy Bateman's. Right. What? What's wrong? Just pick one, Tommy. It could be just a nice turnover. But then that How leaves... do I know you don't have some little indentation on this tinfoil here? That's why you get to pick first. That's why I'm taking the leftover one. Whatever you want. Which one does he pick? Which one did he pick? He picked the one closest to him. All right, so the one on the furthest and the left mm-hmm. on your radio dial. Now there are two left. Chunks, chunks looking at them. Could be the right one or the left one. Pick one. Pick the one on the right. Dubs, pick yours and come in here. Get the you leftover. Want, you want me to come in there for it? Yeah, I think you should come in here. Okay. Sophie's choice. Now, I want to talk to the boys. Already dry heaving. What are you pulling for? Are you pulling for it to be the tainted turnover? No, Tommy? No. You'd rather tell your mom? Yeah. All right, you'd rather tell your mom than to eat the tainted turnover? Yes. Actually, I just really don't even want to eat a turnover, period. Chunk. Why? Turnovers are delicious. Chunks Corolla, what would you rather it be? Uh, I'd rather tell my mom, considering I don't eat sugar or <laughs> um, eat, you know, that other stuff. Okay. And Dubs, I think you would actually want it to be a bit of Sadie Lou. I, I don't think this would be the first time. <laughs> You're like one. So what do you want? Do you, the uh, To have the turnover or no? Well... The thing is, I would kind of rather have it be the turnover, just so I don't have to talk to my mom, because I've talked to her twice a day already, both uncomfortable, and they had nothing to do with her having sex. 
<laughs> all right. Who go? All right. First of all, pass the uh, trash can around. I'll the, go first. By the way, anybody got milk? Hmm, guess not. All right, Tommy, will you get the trash can and give it to Dubs? The rule is you have to quickly unwrap it and then take a bite in, and we have to decide whether... I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm nervous. One, two, three. Rip it open. Take the bite. Dubs takes a nice big bite. Is it tainted turnover? Not tainted turnover. All right, Tommy just threw a chair. It's a delicious turnover. Dubs continuing to eat the turnover. Now, mm-hmm. he didn't mind if it was the tainted turnover. and But, Dubs, this still leaves you in the running to talk to your mom. Yeah, but I'm going to enjoy my turnover right now in victory. <laughs> now it's down to Chunks or Tommy. Is anybody else nervous? Any of you other guys feeling this? C-Lane, Matt Albert? I'm a little nervous And about I this. have no idea which one of those two it is. It's so fine. I don't know who should go first. All right. Uh, Matt, what are you thinking? Are you excited that you held your breath the longest? Yeah, I got the I got on the easy one. You this were is... the winner. I mean, you actually won out of the whole thing. Let's have Tommy go next. <laughs> look right. at the look on his face. He uh, just uh, shot Doug. He threw All the right. chair across the studio. <laughs> if, now, but, now, let me ask you. If it is not the tainted turnover, mm-hmm. the next one who opens it, does the last person have to still open the turnover and he take a bite? Of course. <laughs> what if we go at the same time? Oh. I kind of like the idea of them going at the Draw. same time. All right. All right, hold on. Peel it open. Don't look at it. Do not do not look at it. Just peel it open. Chunks of Tommy. Is it open? It's All right, open. there. I don't look. Chunks, open yours up. And when I... Ready, set... Mo, you go and you take a bite. Hold on, let me get the other trash can. It's a hot outdoor radio, one hundred four point one. Hand out the chunks. All right, are we ready to do this? All right, go ahead and bring the music down so we can hear them chomp, and then one of them throw up, and then. Remember, you're a winner because you won't have to call your mom if you get the tainted turnover. There is an upside to it. No, there's not. I can see Chunks' head just shaking. It's electric chunks. Ready? Set. Mo. <laughs> I don't think they deciphered who has it. Keep on chewing. Tommy's got eat a little it. bit Chunks. of a disgusted look. Don't be <laughs> sipping through it. You got to eat it. Tommy's spitting it out. <laughs> Tommy. It's Tommy. It's Tommy. I don't think he got it all at first. And he's run and he's attacked. He's attacked. Uh, he's trying to be. He's, he's puking down Dubs' shirt. Oh, my God. He's puking down Dubs' shirt. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh. No, 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 no. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Get off. I didn't do it. There's puke on me. Go oh, to the trash gosh. can, you animal. This is hideous. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, what are you puking for, Chunks? All right. Oh, wow. All right. Tommy has lost it. We can't use that wiffle ball bat anymore. Oh. Tommy has just lost it. 
What are you puking for, yeah, Chunks? What are you upset over, Chunks? Want to be in the in crowd? What? You're so nervous, and I smell it. It's, it's a sympathy puke. Like when husbands put on weight when their wives are pregnant. Kind of like that. Wow. He broke the tack bat. Did he actually break the wolf ball bat? And the death bat's broken? Oh, he did. He broke it. He broke it in half. Oh, by, my. By hitting my chair with it. Wow. I wonder who's going to make call. <laughs> yeah. That's a, now, now we still have to make the call. Where is he? Where did he go? Uh, he went back towards the offices. I couldn't stop him. See why I'm his friend and not his enemy? I'm his friend, too. You see why I uh, could never let him go? Oh. Oh, my goodness. All right, throw all that away. <laughs> What's wrong, Chunks? Stunts, dude. Don't puke you on the... You can't stink, dude! <laughs> You gotta take that thing to a vet. That's sick. It's like worms in it. <laughs> you didn't even bite it. Dude, that's sick, man. You may want to send that back to the kitchen. I think it's a little undercooked. Wow. What's that sound in the green room? Is that a taser? <laughs> oh no. We're gonna take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Alright, so uh, the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Wow. <laughs> we still have to call the mom and admit the. Uh, yeah. But Tommy is out of it, so you can't get any more upset than Shut the hell up. So here's what huh? we will not hear. We will not hear Matt Albert calling his mom. Don't admit, get mad. To admit that he uh, punched the clown while she was in the same room because he won the holding the breath contest in honor of David Blaine. Tommy Bateman will not have to call his mother and admit to her that he took her panties to school saying that they were his girlfriends because he got the tainted turnover. And you know what I thought? I thought it was chunks with it, but those two were wrapped very similarly. I, I knew the one when they left over the small one. I'm like, yes. You knew that yes. one? Yes. I don't remember which one it is. I would think that um, the small one, that he overcompensated to reseal it. So he might have done it a little tighter by accident because it was out of foil. So, here, wrong. so here's where we are now. By the way, Tommy Bateman uh, going ape s here in the oh well, cow s here in the studio <laughs> cat s here in the studio <laughs> and breaking our bat our wiffle ball bat the pineapple the the wiffle ball bat that chunks got beaten with for losing the hideout hottie fantasy draft that had. All of the uh, picks, I mean, um, tax in it. Yeah, he was uh, he was hitting my chair over here so hard that it broke it in half. What are you sniffing it for, Chunks? Well, that's good, dude. Cody and Edgewater have something in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. What's up, Cody? Hey, what's up? Um, all I have to say for Bateman is meow. Aw. Grow some pubes, ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was Sadie Lou's poo. <laughs> Do you want to go bury that turnover? <laughs> Along with your body? <laughs> I mean, wait, whatever, dubs. All right, serial killer woman hater. Who will have to call their mother? J-dubs. <laughs> Chunks, you somehow win. You lose to the point that you've won. You, congratulations. Chunks will not have to call his mother and tell her. 
If it's any consolation to you. That I, you stole her one of her prized possessions you gave to her on Mother's Day, a $1,000 bird bath you actually stole yeah. and gave to her. If it's any consolation to you, I, I can't remember the last time I've eaten sugar, and now I'm starting to get a headache and feel awful, like sick to my Shut stomach. Shut up. It's true. <laughs> Dubs, you want to pass along the number to the boys so we can call your mom now? Yeah, do you want to do it right now, or do you want to do it uh, after the break? Just give me the number. <laughs> I think we do it now. Chuck's come in here and get the number. <laughs> Oh, like I can't beat it out of him later. <laughs> sea Lane's running in to get it. And let's get Mom, uh, Mama Dubs on the phone. Wow. Matt, i got to say this. As a bystander, I love it. Yeah, it was great. It's fun to watch. You were able to hold your breath the longest, so you were, got out of the whole cat turnover thing. Cheated. Thank God. That was the only part, that was, only part that I was confident in. Really? Holding the breath? Yeah. I, I was confident in eating, but not picking the right one. Chunks, what do you think about the fact that Tommy Bateman chose dubs over uh, you? Are you surprised by that? Uh, kind of after his like last um, reaction, the last break when, well, you know, uh, not not really. I, I, okay, you figure he, he wants to punish dubs. He, he was pissed. I've really <laughs> never seen him that angry. I mean I, I mean, I live with him. He puts me in body holes all the time. So, All right. We're getting Mama Dubs on the phone so that... Her precious little boy can say Happy Mother's Day. Dude. What? Have you ever told her this before? No. No. Why would I ever? You want what, what, what context would this ever uh, be appropriate to tell your mom? You want any mood music for it, or you just want to let it roll straight? Um, maybe, maybe we just let it roll straight. Yeah. I don't know what kind of music can go along with this. Circus? <laughs> it, that's what it looked like when I was watching it. All right, Sea Lane's trying to get her on the phone right now. She picking up? No. Oh boy. I'll give you another number. Yeah, Chunk. I just want to say that did not just happen, did it? That whole last segment. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and it's going to go on the podcasting and into the mixtapes. The whole hour, the whole Mother's Day tribute. She there? All right, great. Is she? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, it's a Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. It's our Mother's Day tribute here in the Hideout. Joining us on the phone right now, we've talked to her many times over. In fact, she was in the studio. We did a dating game with mm -hmm. her. A very wonderful lady. Great mother, J-Dubs. Yes. Here is your mama, Mama Dubs. Hey there, Mama Dubs. How are you, sweetie? All right. <laughs> happy, uh, happy upcoming Mother's Day. Thank you. Uh, so, so mom, just as <laughs> I lost a bet. All right, okay, Dubs is gonna. Ex do you want me to explain it? Or do you? No, I can explain it. Okay. I, lo I lost a bet, uh, and uh, what was going on was we had a bet going, and whoever lost had to uh, admit something to their mothers that they never have told or never wanted to tell their mother. Okay. So I'm gonna tell you something that happened. It may make you uncomfortable. It may turn you on. All right. <laughs> All right, here we All right, here we go. I can't wait. Here we go. When I was uh 16, I believe. I think it was right around the age of 16. Um I thought you were napping in your room and I was in the living room. Uh your boyfriend Joe was over at the time. Uh he was living there and I thought you guys were napping. I peek in and you guys were having relations. You guys were having sex. I didn't mean to see it. I walked in and uh, saw 
the action going on. What what position were they in, Dubs? The buck. <laughs> now, if that wasn't bad enough, the next day, while I'm uh, trying to fulfill my own duties, uh, I was running a batch. Uh, Self-pleasure. Yes, the image popped into my head, and it didn't stop me. Anything to say to that? No. <laughs> Not a word. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> I love you. I I saw you doing love, and I love you. Dubs, the buck stops here. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Mama Dubs. Thank you. I love you, Mom. In more love ways you. than even know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you, Mama Dubs. All right. Any you know, no thoughts at all? Are you disappointed in your son? Are you embarrassed that he's seen you not only nude but having sex with Joe? <laughs> That's an embarrassment in itself. So. <laughs> Are you embarrassed that you had sex with Joe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a constant reminder of it in uh, Dubs' little brother. Oh. I'm not embarrassed of him, though. Now, apparently, no, of course, he's a great kid. Let me say this. If you can get into the buck, you're pretty flexible, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough. All right, there she is, Mama Dubs. Love Thank you, Mom. You. Love you, sweetie. Okay. That was so uncomfortable. She was very quiet there. I wasn't. Do you remember how quiet my mom was when yeah. I admitted what I had to do? I tried to make it nice and swarmy. You did. See, I took the approach of, oh my God, I can't say this. You were almost excited to get it off your chest. Well, I was excited to get it over with. I knew I had to do it. Let's just do it. Yeah. When's the next time you think she'll talk to you, Debs? Uh, probably not for a while because we don't talk as it is. So uh, there. Do me one more favor. Hmm. Just real fast. Call her on your cell phone off the air mm-hmm. and ask her if she's mad at you. I would like to see her reaction. I couldn't imagine telling my mom that I walked in on her. Not only did I walk in on her. Later on, when I was trying to take care of myself, the image of her popped into my head, and then I just went ahead and finished business. She may not be answering. <laughs> no answer? Not yet. Give it a couple more seconds. You think she's pissed? Maybe. I mean, there there is the possibility that... Yeah. Do you, do you want to call her from someone else's number? No, that <laughs> that's going to no. help. Hey, happy Mother's Day from the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, boy. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, halfway done on a Wednesday night. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's the most fun I've had in a very long time. Because you weren't in on it. Yeah, you're right. But you can hear my glee, even more uncomfortable Mother's Day confession on hideoutheretics.net. That one's already posted up on there. And my glee, too. My glee was uh, running throughout that. I had way too much fun with that. Don't you just feel better that's off your chest, Dubs? No, why would why would that ever have to be told? You're right. Seems <laughs> awful. <laughs> You're an awful son. How am I an awful son? I didn't mean to walk in there and use it. It's her, fault. it's her fault for having sex while you were in the room. Exactly. 
You walked into the room, but whatever. And you well, thought about you, it. And, and you, I'm one room over. Can you wait? And you thought about it later while you were taking care of yourself. But hey, no mind. That's not, not consciously. Creepy. That's, that's a, just... uncomfortable. Hey, this all kind of reminds me of like something you do in a frat. Mm-hmm. And in Vermont, some fraternity uh, members are in trouble for making pre- pledges wear cowboy clothes and suffer homophobic insults in a Brokeback Mountain-themed um, initiation ritual. They gotta pay fines under the uh, state's anti-hazing law. I, I don't understand anti-hazing laws. That seems too broad for me. We be getting fined all the time. Yeah. I gotta say this. Uh, what happened to hazing? Hazing used to be like really intense. Yeah. You now used to, you used to have to go through a, a like a gauntlet of stuff. Now you play dress up, and you uh, get have somebody, heckled. Yeah, and you get heckled. Hazing used to be way more intense. Again, further part of what George Carlin termed the pussification of America. But the other thing I thought about, too, isn't isn't this kind of what they do in the military? Where they Now, maybe they'll dress you up in a cowboy outfit, but they berate you. Yeah. And so is that a form of hazing or no? If this is hazing, wouldn't that be hazing? Actually, they kind of stopped that. Now the drill sergeants are, you know, talk calmly to them. And it's, it really has pussification of America's no longer the full metal jacket type drill instructors. Is this that. the liberals run amok? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the liberals have run amok, and you can no longer berate uh, those going through boot camp. I don't agree with that. Isn't that one of the best parts of any movie, though? Like a full metal jacket, yeah. the first half of the movie? I don't even like the second half of the movie. The first half is great when they're berating oh, Private Pile. But the second half is awesome, too. Like, when you just see how these people have been in war for a while are making friends with dead uh, <laughs> dead Vietnamese uh, soldiers. We're Jolly Green Giants mm-hmm. walking the earth. I usually turn it off once Pyle offs himself. Really? Yeah, I, don't, I can't stick around after that. You, you don't stick around for Animal Mother? No. <laughs> okay, I know I wanted you guys to remind me, and I'm getting the reminders now about the Pussycat Dolls. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching a lot of the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Because you know my Mavericks are in it, and you know they. Does this up... have anything to do with the Pussycat Dolls? You're supposed to remind you of? Yeah, actually, yes. Okay. So I, those of you drink Heineken, like Heineken, maybe you've seen the commercials for I guess the new Heineken Light, and as a song in the background, uh, "Don't You Wish." Tommy, do we have that song? Don't you wish your boyfriend was? Yeah, that one. Yeah. I like me. And one of the things about Don't You Wish is that I, it's kind of a guilty pleasure song for me. I feel like a straight guy shouldn't like this song. No, he shouldn't. But the thing is, isn't it about like being a straight guy and this chick's trying to hit on you and you're like at a club or something? But it sounds like a... It's handy music. It sounds like a kind of a Mo song a little bit. Yeah. And, and, I always, and I could see two dudes singing this back and forth together in a bar. Now, here's what's funny about it as well. I always thought this was kind of the perfect tranny show song. <laughs> like, if you're at like, one of, like, maybe at the Parliament House and there's, like, a tranny, like, show, the tr- them up there doing a choreographed dance. I'm still confused on how your mind works. Too Wong Fu type thing? Yes, like Too Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, uh, Julie Newmar. Wow, you know the whole title. I had to watch it once when I was dating a uh, chick whose mom was lesbian, and her boyfriend, or her girlfriend looked like Tony Kukoc. <laughs> 
true. It happened. <laughs> Draining threes every time you walk in. Right. <laughs> so, this is one of those guilty pleasure songs, and I kind of like hearing it during the NBA playoffs for the Heineken. Mm-hmm. I always thought this song was sung by a black woman. I was what I imagined. A black woman that could border on being a tranny. And maybe that's why it was a guilty pleasure song for me. I don't understand the sudden leap to trannyism with the song. Listen to her voice. Turn it up, Tommy. I'm a transsexual. Alright, King Cabral says this is a Rocky Horror Picture song. Yeah. Can't you just see someone talking? I guess now that you bring it up, but this never popped into my head when I watched, when I listened to it. Uh, what do you think? I I just think it's a bad song. I like it though, but it's kind of gay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't you wish your boyfriend's got? Or girlfriends? Is it girlfriends or boyfriends? Girlfriend. Yeah. Huh. Don't you wish your girlfriend had a rod like me? Are you are you thinking some RuPaul type person singing this? Yes, and that's why I feel guilty about liking it. But I guess, and I didn't know this because I was talking to Matt about it on the way in. The Pussycat Dolls sing this. Who's that? Well, we gave away tickets to them earlier <laughs> in the year when they were at the uh, House of Blues. <laughs> But if I had known they sang this song, I'd have been more excited about it. And I maybe even would have gone to the show. Because from what I understand, these these chicks are hot. Can you send me pictures of the Pussycat Dolls? No. Come on. I I I know you're upset right now, and I'm sorry. I need to get the tranny vision out of my head if I'm going to continue to like this song. Four of them are hot. One looks like a tranny, like the redhead. Shut up and hold your breath. I could do it for longer than you can. Oops, his mic is off. Great comeback. <laughs> I can do it longer than you. I proved it earlier. Is anybody at all understand, like agreeing or disagreeing? I'm, this is a guilty pleasure song, and you listen to the lyrics, it really shouldn't be. It, it's one of those you're at the club, and she wants to bang you, and she's telling you, hey, you know, I'm sure you got a chick at home, but don't you wish she was like me? But it's so think about it, thinking it's a tranny trying to convince me to have gay sex. <laughs> I'm just, it's, not, it's only half gay. Uh, Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. You're a fag. Come on. <laughs> First of all, I hate that word. Do not you're a so- fag. All right, beat it. I where's, hate the use of that word. Where's your fanny pack? Do you understand what I'm trying? Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? I do, and they make you sound a little... White in the loafers. Obsessed with Chinese. Mm-hmm. Could you hear... Does anybody else hear well, why, that, though? Why can't you be a normal man, watch the videos, run it out, and uh, say, oh, I'd never do that in real life? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for being open. <laughs> Dave Holy Hill, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. No, that song's bogus. It was better when Mix-a-Lot sang it in 88. No, I didn't know Mix-a-Lot sang it. Mix-a-Lot? Wait a second. That doesn't make any sense. All right, I'm looking for pictures of these girls. Buddy got back? Hmm. Right, hold on, let me see here. Look at that dude with the Daisy Dukes on. We can go through every... 
80s hip hop. Uh, Doing the butt? Alright, you know Alright, hold on a second. Oh my god, you're right. The red. Hmm. You think she may be? Alright, which one's the singer, Matt? Play the song again. The the middle one's the singer. The redhead training. Okay. Wow. I think I think they're actually uh, a troop of gay men <laughs> talking. I'm gonna send this link over to you, Dubs. You online? Yeah. I'm really uh, look. It's a guilty pleasure song. I'm sorry. I know we all have them. We all have them. What's up, Matt? Uh, this song or my humps? What do you prefer? You, this is really not making me look good. Actually, I can tell you the redhead's not tucking anything. <laughs> Why? You got nudes? Look, look at all the pictures I send. Oh, hold on. Don't me... just click one and stop. Why? Well, I found ones? another one. I'm sorry. Okay, let's go to Mike in Orlando. You're in the hideout. What's up, Mike? What's up, guys? Yeah. Uh, I totally. If you, if you really like that song, I totally know now why you support the now. Oh, good. Come on. <laughs> but you, you've never found this. Interesting? Are the song hot in any way? No, because every single sorority girl that wears pink clothes and has to wear five five thousand inch sunglasses and wear them to club pairs always listen to this, or you see them driving down the road. The, the, the redhead doesn't absolutely annoying. The redhead isn't the most tranny looking one. It's the black haired one with all the lipstick. She's total tranny. All right, I was just wondering. It was something that hit me. I had to talk about it. I appreciate that. I, I think my humps probably I like more. Really? Because this one is just—it brings up a part of me that I don't think should be there. <laughs> that you've been denying since you were a little boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand completely. Sadly. Yeah, I think it's a dude singing. And now that I'm looking at pictures, I'm not impressed. No. All right, so hold on, Jeremiah. Sir Mix a Lot really did originally do this song. Yeah, uh, there's a rec- on the one of their first records a song called Swass, S W A S S, and it was uh, the lyrics go, "Don't you wish your uh, boyfriend was swass like me?" Ah, I and do. They ripped uh, it from it. I oh. do remember that. You know now. the song Buttermilk Biscuit? The Buttermilk Biscuit's free today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Wow. Thank you, Jeremy. Or Jeremiah. I hear mom say Buttermilk Biscuit's free today. You don't remember that song? No. You guys blow. I never bought a Sir Mix-a-Lot CD. They always played the Rollerama when I was growing up. So we were rolling around listening to Buttermilk Biscuits. All right, well, anyway, that's that. I just wanted to know. All right, can we go around to see anybody else like the song? Matt? No. Dubs? Not a fan. Jack Napier? You have to turn your really. mic on. Yeah. No. The best that was earlier was like, all right, where are you calling from? All right. Take- and th- then he hangs up and goes, oh, I forgot to hit hold, didn't I? <laughs> For the third time. I take it back. And he just hung up on him? <laughs> Jesus, come on. Matt, go get on the phones. I take it back. The red-headed one is a tranny one as I uh, zoom in. Thank you very but much. But she does have boobs. I guess they're a nudie's of her. No, they're fake. Yeah. Bad fakes, too. Yeah, they're... All right, people are telling me yes. Some hormones. It, it was Sir Mix a lot. Someone sent me to website trannysurprise.com. <laughs> people are saying gay, 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 guilty, guilty, guilty. 
what, you, what's your guilty song right now? Your guilty pleasure song? Still Shakira. Come on, move on. That's old school at this point. I don't know. I'm not listening to a whole lot of uh, music lately. Hank uh, Mon- maybe maybe the uh, <laughs> the extreme cover. Hank Money says two trannies are strip teasing to this song right now for me. Ah, drag show. That's the word I was looking for. Drag show. Thank you, Miss Melinda, who's been completely absent ever since mm-hmm. Matt Albert ran off jailbait. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Come back. Yeah. Is this yours right now? Yeah. Who did this one? Frankie, Frankie J? J. Oh, cover of More Than Words by Extreme. He's a hack. Yeah, but Extreme's so good, and I like anything remade by them. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All right, did you get what just happened there on Letterman? Yeah, uh, it was Britney Spears doing the top ten list, and then she didn't know how to say Thermoflu. Tamiflu. Tamiflu. And so she just skipped over it. <laughs> Whatever that word is. It's a hideout, Road Radio <laughs> 104.1. His, never mind. Give it a try. I, uh, so she was on Letterman last night, mm-hmm. Britney was, announcing that she indeed ha- is pregnant with her second baby with K-Fed. Yeah. If you go back and you listen to her, I right, play the first one where she announces real fast, Dubs. The it's track ten, I think, the one before that one. She is so stupid now, like just, I mean, not now, but it really comes across how dumb she is. I've never really heard her talk before, other than the part in Fahrenheit 9/11 where she talks about supporting our our, our president. Yeah, if you ever watched that chaos show that she had, was it, she's a mess. Anything you'd like to say? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think? I like I like the whole prep. It was cool. Uh-huh. I, it was very right. interesting. Right. I think you did a very good and, and, job. And, and, and what what are we on to something here or not? Don't worry, Dave. It's not yours. Oh. I think that's good news for both of us. So we've established now that you are, in fact, There's, I give no, Letterman a pass go. on almost everything. Why is that? I don't know. I love the man. I Tommy Tommy's typing to me, I hate David Letterman, Jesus so blanking awful. Why? Terrible. Did you hear that top ten list? I think the top ten is played, and I... Yeah. Well, hold on. It's funny you bring that up. Play the last half of the top ten that Britney's reading. Number five, every single person in the world ends up at General Hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep on. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, we got ten. We got to finish it up. Number four, yeah, the I big... Yeah, I know the feeling, but, but once you start, you got to... <laughs> believe me, you got to get it to shore. The big villain, Larry Bird. Yeah, the big villain is Larry Bird. She sounds so... Dumb! Like, just really mm-hmm. dumb! Number three, sad conclusion in which Charlie Brown puts a bullet in Woodstock. Dude. That's funny! Yeah! Uh. Number two, hilarious scene where the guy playing President Bush actually solves the problem. Right. Okay, now here we go. Number one. Uh, number one. Soul survivors Michael Jackson and Rosie O'Donnell are forced to repopulate the earth. <laughs> So, all right, that's bad. Well, the last one always does suck. And that's on purpose? I think so. Hey, Bong Swamp Matt has an excellent idea. Hmm. Since David Letterman sucks and we all agree, right, Dubs? No. How about we have Larry the Cable Guy replace him late night? Yeah. 
At least we'd have something to laugh at. I agree. I would be all over it. How he doesn't already have a late night talk show is beyond me. Now, you actually saw this, Matt. Yeah. If if you put Larry the Cable Guy on there... It'd, it'd be, be great. No, they'd think they were uh, airing the Britney Spears abortion. What were you telling me about Britney when you saw her? She has the mama boobies now. Really? They, just, they look really nice. They don't look to be sagging or anything. She's luscious? Plump. Can you find me pictures of her last night on Letterman so I can see what it is that... Uh, He's talking about... She just bam out there. Was it yeah. Matt do it while he holds his breath? Ass. Well, I could do it, because I can find it really quick. Oh. All right, well, come over here. Nice. Great comeback. Jeez. So... He's like, I've got such a headache. Did anybody watch that ABC bird flu movie last night? I didn't. Um, I saw the previews for it, and I saw that. It just looked terrible. I know there's another one coming out I think uh, CBS is putting out. I had to watch it. I felt it was my duty at pop culture. Mm-hmm. Watch the thing. I figured maybe a lot of people would watch it. guess I was the only one. <laughs> ABC Bird Flu Basements with a 4.1 rating. Ouch. Six share. Finishing behind the WB Network. Ooh. No one wants to see it. I watched it, and it was the worst thing I'd ever seen. Do you think people, like, tuned over for, like, the first five minutes to see if it caught them, and then they just tuned away? To see how bad it was? Essentially, too, the bird flu, basically it was Ebola, Mm -hmm. according to this. It was essentially Ebola, where the innards were turning black, and people were bleeding out. That's scary. Walking, come on, don't be racist. Walking around like zombies. So, anyway, it was awful. Uh, but I wasted, I don't know, thank God for TiVo, because with all the commercials and everything out, it's about, you know, hour, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Right, let me hit the video. Let me see this. Another picture down there. All right, hold on. A different window. All right, let me go down. All right, I'm just, just going to hit play and watch it. Watch her last night. You're right, though. I can just see from the cleavage already that Brittany is definitely developing mom boobs Mm -hmm. and more and more when i heard her on letterman when i heard and now that i'm watching this i feel she deserves k-fed if she doesn't know what tamiflu is and the way that she's reading the top 10 i really i you i was feeling sorry for her for just a bit no i never felt sorry for her i figured that it was a a good match but she i i'm mad that everybody bought into her and gave her all that money to be wasted on, you know, their first kid lucky or whatever they're calling it. And uh That was a song of hers. Oh, whatever. And K Fed. Lucky. Okay, yeah, she does you know what else she's getting along with those mom boobs? Hmm. Mom triceps. <laughs> you know, the flab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yet she still sounds like she's sixteen. The mind well, of that, a fifteen-year-old. That has always been the allure of her. That she is hot, but she's a little dumb, and you may be able to get it. Oh, and, right, she just crossed her legs. Yeah. She now has mom ankles, cankles. They're not that bad. They look good when she's standing up. No, but when she was sitting down and the heels weren't kind of carving it all up. Yeah. I'm telling you, and I'm saying it, and you guys have to agree with me. You guys have called me a lunatic before. But if I could, I would do the pregnancy. I would carry the baby so that my chick's body doesn't get ruined. No, because I'm not this, this chick had one of the hottest bodies ever, and she is a... Uh, if she wasn't living one of the most lazy lives ever now, 
she would be back in uh, shape. Look at her knees. You can see her knees. She's got mom knees, and there's like cellulite around the knees. Oh my! God. This chick used to be like the hottest woman on earth. For if a while she, there, she was considered that. Yeah. If she wasn't the hottest, she was always in the top three. Now no one even puts her in the conversation. She's not even fitting in the chair, bro. I haven't seen her on like a top 100 hot list in years. This year she was totally left out. Mm-hmm. That has to hurt a little bit. You got to look at those jugs, though. You're right. The jugs are hard to pass up. They're beautiful. But I'm sure they're stretching. Yeah, you look at the knees. Like water pistols. <laughs> stretching yeah. around the back. And her face even, too, is beginning to look a little chubby. She's got, like, that little chubby yeah, on her always, throat. She, she's always had that little, like, little uh, turkey gobbler going. I can't believe that none of you guys would carry to turn. No. <laughs> I'd rather just not have a kid. I know I'd have it aborted right when I found out. <laughs> rather than actually have the baby? Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at this thing. Come on, Napier, you got to be on my, my side. New intern. Don't agree with me just to agree with the host, but would you or would you not, to save your hot chick's body, would you or would you not carry the baby for her? Yeah, I'd probably do it, uh, depending on how hot the chick was. Uh, Brittany, eh, yeah, definitely went when she looked better. Now uh, her boobs are probably going to be hanging down to her mom knees. Yeah, what I, is he talking about? I don't know what that was. He was trying to agree. It's okay. He's a little scared. <laughs> it's his first day as an intern. Look don't worry. Rabbit. Shake it off. It's all right. He now, just hit me with his spiky hair. Now, now he's doing this thing. Hold on a second. We should talk to Napier did a little he do bit. The, oh, damn it. He did. He did. I swear to Christ. He did the... Son of a bitch. He did the, like, kind of almost an Elvis thing. He's bright red, too. Get him, get him, get him next time. Get him next time. He's bright red except for, like, a few centimeters right where his hairline is. Get him next time. Some bitch. It's all right. It's all right, Napier. You're trying, and that's what I like. I like you. You're a good kid. I'm sorry. I just got... At, here's the other thing. She's smacking away on her gum. Oh, of course. She always is, even on stage when she's lip syncing. So anyway, I just couldn't believe you guys wouldn't care. To no. Care. Never. I don't care what situation it was. Again, that's another reason to respect chicks. That's why I'm a feminist. All right. Britney, this pussycat doll song. I got a story that I'm going to share with you next that is one of those uncomfortable situations in life. And I will kind of tie it in to something that happened uh, with me and someone from the Phillips file. I'll do that next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. So, hideout Real Radio 104.1 on a Wednesday night, having fun. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Happy you had a story to share? Yeah. Hold on, we'll talk to JB real fast on the Palm Coast. What's up, JB? Hey, this is actually KB. All right, KB. I want to support you in your quest to carry a baby to term, but it's not. I love where your head's at with not ruining her body. That's great. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's because... I hate hearing a woman whine about something hurt. I don't feel good. I'm sore. I hate it. I can't take it. Now, that is part of it because then you, we kind of take back a little of the power when it mm-hmm. comes to, hey, I carried this kid to term. You know, because that buys her a lot of... There's a lot of leeway given to that. Yeah, a, little, a lot of political capital, if you will, mm-hmm. relationship capital. The part... Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Absolutely. No, go... 
I know you guys have had a girlfriend who like complained of shin splints or something. This is a girl who's never had football practice every day, who's never been you know bowled over behind the plate as a catcher, who's never worked out, lifted weights, and then sore the next day, who's never gotten punched in the nose when he's drunk and didn't know what was going on. Come on, give me a break. Good job, KB. Good call, buddy. Agreed. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-971. We have to give birth. 1041. Part of it is the power that you take back. Part of it is not her ruining her body. It makes sense. Now, look, legitimately you're thinking, all right, where does it go? Mm-hmm. Where, how would you? The bone. They, they would figure this stuff out. I think the majority of them would be cesareans. You don't give natural birth. I would like to uh, figure out a way to give natural birth. See, that's you, and that's one of your real weird gay things. How's that gay? Do you like just weird odd objects having the ability to pass? I don't understand. Well. Explain deeply. I can't. <laughs> I would love to. That, unfortunately, is not allowed. <laughs> but I think it's always, a, they, they would have to cut you open to implant it, then they just reopen it, except it's bigger to get the uh, baby out. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. I don't want scars. Yeah. You're going to have scars anyway, being a dude. You're what? a UFC fighter. You're going to have scars? From, no, I won't. From kicking ass. I know, you'll always beat everyone up. That is true. I saw what you did to the chair. That chair <laughs> and the bat. That chair tapped out. It did. <laughs> it is the one. But I think, and I know the women would love it. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, here's part of the problem, though. What do you do with the women? What purpose do they really serve other than being a receptacle for you? Food. Would that be a dangerous path to go down? Hold on. Let's, let's, let's go with this food thing. Do we use them as food, or do they just get us the food? Both. Okay. Depends how bad they've been. <laughs> just for that, I'm having a thumb snack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't cry and bitch. I'm having a baby here, bitch. All right, 407-916-1041, I'm telling you, I'm on to something. You agree or disagree, but... I like that uh, when when we are able to have children... Because you know what's going to happen at some point. There's always going to be a first. They're cloning people. They are the worker mules. All right, Jack Napier, here's the rule we always give to everybody. Say it off the air first. If you like it, then you say it on the air. So I'm going to I'm gonna pause. Give say, me a second. Say what you want to say on the air. New intern, Jack Napier. Uh, just practice saying what you're going to say. Off the air. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> How do you feel about it back there? Uh, he said it. Now, I want you, now, no, 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 no. Now that you've practiced it, I want you to say it on the air. Go ahead. I just want to say, if a uh, chick can only, you know, go so long without uh, having sex while they're pregnant, how long could a guy go before he can't have uh, sex anymore? Thanks, Elaine. All right, it's okay, Jack. It's all right. You're still working your way. That was the play out music. From now on, we're gonna give you the play out music, and you gotta get your you gotta get your thought out before we play you out. All right? It's all right. Now, Dubs, I don't think you could carry a kid to term because of your hemorrhoids. I could do it. I have the uh, perfect hips for it. I have a little carriage right there for him. All right, poor Napier. He's now giving up the headphones and the mic to see Lane. Whatever. And move him back I'm to the... I'm done. Dude, it's the first hours of your internship. It's only going to get better. Yeah. I already like you more than Hooch and Putin. Not Put together. Quite, not quite as much as Gibbs. Oh. C. Lane's not even an intern. He's basically a producer who we pay with peanuts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Literally. 
I and, like peanuts. And also uh, baby food. <laughs> you're, you're overgrown toddler. So, um, anyway. Wasn't there that... Yeah, it's uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Kids back there. That's what's going on. <laughs> I want to get to know Napier. For some reason, as great as C-Lane is, I have a fondness for Napier right now as far as the interns go. His live reads? <laughs> hey, I'll take him over Chunks. Yeah. Chunks are awful. Okay. And Gibbs's were atrocious. All right, let me tell you this story real fast. So, and this will lead into what I want, what I teased earlier. So, Walmart. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is about six, seven days ago, maybe even ten days ago. Actually, it was when I was going to buy my chair. Remember the chair that I bought that was broken when I got it at the Super Walmart? I took it home. I was so pissed. I took it back to return it, but the return desk was closed, mm-hmm. and I threw the shopping cart across the uh, parking lot. Yeah. Channeling Tommy somehow, as if it were a chair in the studio. So I, I'm walking in to go buy this chair, mm-hmm. and I see the lovely Moira with her daughter. And I quickly run away. <laughs> why? Here's why. Because... Because... Because I was... Nervous mm-hmm. about meeting a coworker outside outside of, of work, like outside of the Clear Channel building. You know, I can completely agree with you. And I'll, I'll just real fast. I mean, and I re- I kind of looked grungy. Mm. I, had, I had my sandals on. I think I even had my workout clothes on. And I didn't. And I'm just here's the thing. I knew it was going to be awkward. It's kind of awkward anyway when we pass each other in the halls. It's just kind of like that, hey, what's going on, mm-hmm. you know? Just office small talk. But to see her at Walmart, while I look grungy and she's with her kid, I didn't want to have that experience. Do you want to hear my murder story out in public? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I do, actually. Okay. And it's nothing at all against Moira had it been Cabin Boy or maybe even Daniel or Black Bean. Given the situation and the fact that I was a little bit embarrassed, I was going to buy an office chair from Walmart. Why? What's so embarrassing about that? I don't know. I'm supposed to have this persona of being a rich talk show host. No, she was shopping at Walmart, too. She didn't leave with anything. I don't know what was going on. Shoplifting. Uh, and that's the other thing, too. I didn't want like people to notice what each other had. It just would have been so... Douche chill. That Mine. was yours? Mine was so douche chill. I saw Moira at Jason's Deli. And again, this, this is, is not a great story. This, hold on. This is not about Moira. This is about any this, coworker. This is about just, and Moira just tends to be the one caught in the middle of our awkwardness outside of work. Right. Um, I see Moira. Actually, she yells for me, so she calls me over, which, uh, well, which is really cool. Which is nice. But and makes she's a it, nice lady. I really do like her. But makes it worse for me because I'm uncomfortable around anybody as it is. So I'm getting my food, walking over. She calls me over. I go, hey, how's it going? And I, don't interrupt me right now. I, I'll give you a time, like a, okay. just a whole thing. No problem. Anytime you're ready. I said, hey, uh, how are you doing? And she's like, pretty good. This is my daughter. I'm like, hey. Somebody say something, please. I stood there for 20 <laughs> no! seconds oh, waiting man. for something to happen, and she said, 
All right, I'll see you later. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's just one of those, for some reason, you encounter your coworkers outside of the comfort zone being work. It, ter- it, it changes the dynamic. Mm-hmm. I'll give you another quick story real fast, and we'll take a break, and you can tell yours, Tommy, and if you guys have any, 407-916-1041, 888 this guy we knew up in Michigan, uh, Dave Diamond. <laughs> had a mullet, wore holy T-shirts. He's your prototypical rock, classic rock jock with a big, booming, deep voice. Yeah, and one of his nicknames was uh, Sleeves because all of his sleeves were cut off. Yeah, <laughs> he's that guy. Okay, so his favorite thing, he worked overnights, and mm-hmm. we used to screw with him all the time. I don't have enough time for the stories right now. But one of the things that he used to do was he would stay and sleep in the production rooms or outside in his car before his overnight shift. All right, real fast. One time, <laughs> one time, he was asleep in his car, and we rolled up another car face-to-face because when he, he was narcoleptic, and he would all the time... Like when he was trying to drive home because he lived like 30 minutes away, and that's part of the reason why he would sleep at the station, he would fall asleep while driving mm-hmm. and tell us his stories about it. And we were amazed he was still alive. Yeah, because he'd tell us he was uh, driving in the median, doing all this st- different crazy stuff. So one time we pulled a car in front of his car in the back while he's sleeping. Then real fast, cut on the lights of our car and honked, making him think, that he was actually driving, and he was about to hit a car head-on. He almost had a heart attack. <laughs> you could just see him jump and scream. And th- this guy wasn't young, and he didn't eat well. One time we caught him eating a full uh, loaf of bread and a full can of cheese Whiz all at once. All right, so here's the thing. I see him later on, like on a Saturday or something. I wasn't working, but I'm at Albertsons, and I'm there doing grocery shopping. I look up in the bread aisle, and there with palmento loaf, I guess whatever it is, and cheese whiz, looking for a loaf of bread for his overnight shift, is Sleeves Diamond. <laughs> with his holy shirt, his cutoff, and his mullet holding groceries. And I'm thinking, oh, crap, i got to talk to him. And he was one of my best friends, too, but I didn't want to talk to him in real life. Mm-hmm. And uh, the greatest thing about the station we worked at at that point was it was a rock station, and they would just continually uh, make fun of him through the uh, the CDs we played because uh, the the title of the CD would come on whenever we would... Uh, Whenever we'd play a song, and it would always be Sleeves Now in the Fire or Pardon Mead because yeah, his name was, was Dave real. Mead. All right, so anyway, that was one of the stories about Uncomfortable with a Coworker. I got a story sent to me that takes the Uncomfortable with a Coworker to the next level. I don't know if you could imagine which setting it is. It's not a supermarket, it's not a Walmart, it's not a Jason's Deli. And I got an email, and I wonder how you would react to it. We'll take a break, come back. I'll share that with you in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Pulling on a uh, Wednesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. By the way, tomorrow's going to be a packed show. We've got Brett Bushy. Of course, the Predators got a big game coming up Friday. Mini Kiss will be performing at Pred Fest. They're going to be in on the show. I believe tomorrow night, Porno Dan uh, will be in with a couple of chicks. Mm-hmm. And also, too, a comedian that you've made friends with, Dubs. Yeah, in MySpace, he uh, he added me, and I told him he could come in if you wanted to. Arnie Ellis will Arnie... be in, and he's actually very funny. 
I'm always skeptical, and uh, I invited him up before listening to his stuff. But I was very impressed with it. He has his uh, comedy on his MySpace page. I can't believe Carrot Top's coming in. So Arnie Allison tomorrow, right here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Oh, he's Carrot Top's workout partner. Mm -hmm. Now, I wish I had uh, Carrot Top's body. Let's well, go I to goes both ways, so you yeah, might. Why? Come on. <laughs> I've not. heard that rumor. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's alleged, but it's whatever. He's from Orlando. He's friends with everybody here. Uh, EJ from the U, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, EJ? Uh, yeah, Hefe, don't forget to talk about the Pussycat Dolls. You ass, I did it. How dare you? I did it. I already talked about it. I admitted to Yeah, but you said it around 9 or 10. I did it already, and I admitted how it's kind of a tranny oh, song. Like trannies, huh? All right, thanks. Beat it. Thank Goodbye. you. Great call. I already said that it reminds me of a tranny, and I still kind of like the song anyway. Good man. Hell of a Photoshopper, mm. EJ from the U. Yeah, he is good mm. on hideoutheretics.net. Hey, speaking of real fast podcasting update, we got one. Mm -hmm. I think it's for podcast update. You can find all the Hideout podcasts on iTunes mm. or in the Hideout section on realradio.fm. C Lane, uh, one of our interns here. The one that can talk on air. Oh, come on. Leave Napier alone. Uh, what do we have up there, Celine? Right up, uh, just got uploaded the Tainted Turnover Contest. Nice. And Dub's confession to his mother. Okay, good. He's I up guess... on the iTunes in the general hideout podcasting category. All right, very good. So, overall, overall, at the whole 8 o'clock hour, more than likely, will be mm -hmm. up there at some point. Yeah. All right, thank you very much, my friend. Uh, I'm getting correction. His fiance is the good Photoshopper, not EJ from the U. So right, we're talking about running into coworkers and how weird it can be. I got this. I'm gonna. It's from a heretic. I'm not gonna say who it is. But he go. It's a douche moment. So there I am. Uh, after a comedy club outing, I go to a local strip club. Nice place to catch beer to after the comedy club. When who do I run into? None other than a coworker of mine. Mm. And let's just say she was not part of the patronage of the fine establishment. Ooh. Very very awkward douche chill moment at the first time. Uh, but I could care less about it. You know, it's no stigma on my end. She's a nice girl. We laughed about it. We talked. Problem is that. I am going to have a tough time keeping the smile off my face today. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> I, I don't want to say who it is, but this man always has a smile on his face. Right. Everybody's going to think it's ADHD, Will. Right. What's going on, guys? And then he goes, why has my life turned into a cartoon world? And that's because you're a heretic and you're you know, part of our cartoon world, the monster cartoon world. Now, you go to a strip club to blow off a little steam... And then all of a sudden, working there is, and from what I got, she's a very hot chick working at the strip club right. who also works with you during the day. Since we only can equate it to one thing, you walk into a strip club and it's Moira dancing there. <laughs> How do you feel? All right, let's say just Tiffany. Let's. We've talked enough about Moira today. Let's roll with Tiffany. No, I think Moira is more the stripping type. Come on, of those two. Right. <laughs> so. What do you do at that point? Do you leave? Oh, no. A, a, are you embarrassed because you're busted going into a strip club? Or B, are you embarrassed for her because she's stripping? 
I don't say either. Do you respect her less? Do you respect her more? Definitely less. Less, because I'd probably bring Matt with me and make her lap dance him. (laughs) Now... And then not tip. I think the move has to be you try to sleep with her. You try to get in the pants then. You have something, uh, you know, you're in on her secret. I just got this text message from J-Dubs. Don't forget to talk about the pussycat dolls. Did I really have to pay for this text message that you sent me? Yes. You ass. Enjoy it. Keep already, it for yourself. Already talked about it. Put it up on the podcast. You're paying for it to receive them? Yeah, it's uh, it's a whole <sighs> thing that I got going on. Sorry. I'm not cool like the rest of you with your highfalutin phones. So you think... Mine's cellular. You think this is an opportunity to sleep with the chick? Yes. Because you've got something over on her. Not over on her, but you are in on her secret. You don't use it like, you know, I'm going to tell everybody if you don't. But you're. In, this is something that she's keeping secret, and now you are part of her little club that knows. What do you do, Matt? Blackmail. <laughs> Just out and no, out No, not blackmail. what are you, what do you do? <laughs> right. Oh, I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea. What was that? It was a delayed laugh. Oh, green giant. I got an idea from Matt Jesus. Albert that I saw uh, based on something that's going on in the news that will be a lot of fun. Yeah. For who? For all of us. Including and, you. And we'll need the help of the entire Real Radio staff. Mm. Tommy, what do you do? You blackmail her? I just play it off like, oh, someone told me you worked here. I just had to come in and see it for myself. Slut. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would help. It's Four. the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. Have fun tonight. It's about time. Goodness. Hey, I want to get to know the interns a little bit more. Yeah? Yeah, first I want to run something by you real fast. Okay. And then we'll get to know Napier and C-Lane. Everybody kind of already knows C-Lane, but I feel like we should really get to know C-Lane. Mm-hmm. Ew. Get deep. Now, Dubs, let me say this. I saw something on a website or you know, one of the web, probably Fark, mm-hmm. our buddy Drew Curtis, who was in earlier this week. He's going to come back uh, later on, throw a hideout fork party here in Central oh, Florida. cool. Nice. But I saw, I guess there's this guy who needed a spiritual experience, felt like his life was out of control, wanted to lose weight, so decided to walk from San Diego to New York. San Diego. Took him about a year, and I... He may have already arrived in New York, but he will be on the Today Show tomorrow morning. Okay. To talk about his adventure. He. Great. The Proclaimers. This is back. He lost 100 pounds on his trek. Oh, really? Yes. Now, here, first of all. I think this is a weight loss thing. I think it was partly, like you said, a spiritual journey. I look at Matt Albert. Motivated. Have you you ever considered something like this? I got to tell you, I'm very stairs. I'm gonna give you a little praise. I'm very proud of you. I told you today. I want you to go to Walmart. I want you to get people to sing the Star Spangled Banner or recite it. You did a great job. I wish you would have grabbed an application while you were in there. And I wish that you would actually said it correctly when you did it. No big deal. Hey. You know, it's they a can, work in progress. It can't all be winners. Yeah, true. All right? 
<laughs> but I do want to say this. I think this is part of a process for you to, A, lose the virginity, and, B, finally be a human being. I think you can do this. Now, on the grand scale, I would love for you to walk from Orlando all the way up to San Francisco. Okay. Pick I, a place not gay. Seattle. Not gay. <laughs> San not Diego. Gay. Not gay. I don't know that. Compton. <laughs> all right. From Orlando to Compton. Hey, I like that. Eatonville to Compton. Uh, <laughs> right. Same thing. Kelly and Daytona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Kelly? Hey, my darling. Hey he there. Was on the, the fat guy was on the Today Show this morning, and he didn't lose that much weight. If I walked across the country, I damn well better be skinny. Now, he did. He said he lost 100 pounds, but he was 410 pounds. Exactly. If you're 410 pounds and you walk across the country, you only lose 100 pounds? Uh, well, that's a hell of a lie. On the way? I, well, he did say he didn't worry about what he ate, and he wasn't really worried about how many calories he burned. It was more about finding himself. And the 100 pounds was a, a bonus. At 400 pounds, how hard is it to find yourself? I guess, that's well, true, but spiritually. Exactly. No, it's seriously. I mean, you are... And it better be there, but... Right. Now I hear, hey, thank you, Kelly. C-Lane, uh, you had some... Maybe for a little competition, Matt should walk to Good Morning America and do it on that station. That's what you do. We fly out the comp, and you walk up to Harlem. So here's what's going to go on. Here's what I'd like to do. Either tomorrow or Friday. Mm-hmm. I think Friday's best. Tomorrow's good, too. But tomorrow we already have a packed show. Mm -hmm. Friday can be a little bit more fun with this. I think you walk in the footsteps of this 400-pound man. We'll have to ask uh, uh, Local 6 from the call-in. What day is going to be the most humid? Damn you. So we get sorrels on. Matt, here's what I propose. I propose dropping you off at one of the Disney exits on I-4. How far away is Disney? About 35 miles from Maitland. But wouldn't you say about 35 miles? Roughly. Exit 60s, depending. Mm -hmm. We're at exit 90. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less. We give you a hideout sandwich board. And a sandwich. And that's all you have. Can I have an ambulance following me at all times? Because I'm going to die. And we have you trek across Orlando. To see if you can lose 100 pounds. At least a rascal scooter. I'm not I'm not shooting for 100. That's a lofty goal. If you can put 35 away in one day like that, that'd be great. Now, mm-hmm. I would love for it to turn into a a march mm-hmm. for diabetes, because I'm sure you have it. <laughs> no. All right, Rice Ranger says, I'll hold the honey bun in front of him the entire way. By the way, they're out of honey buns here because, Matt, I watch him devour at least one. Every day before the show. Do you eat all honey buns here? I had like a couple last week because I do, I was just hungry. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Healthy. <laughs> I think we drop you off, and here's the way I'd like to do it. How? What's the average person like walking speed-wise? About three miles an hour? I'd say three miles an hour is a... is. If you're on a treadmill, three miles an hour is an easy pace. Yeah. I think even for you, Matt. And you have long legs. I think we do something. I'll get up with them. Mm-hmm. I'll call into the monsters and drop you off at 6 o'clock in the morning down at <laughs> Disney. He won't even be asleep yet. Well, it's perfect. We should do this for some kind of charity. And every mile he makes before the end of the show, they uh, whoever, uh, you know, per mile, they donate so much money to some cause. Poor charity. 
be broke after <laughs> they'll be owing money. I do like the idea of maybe tying in a charity. Mm-hmm. So we drop you off at 6 o'clock in the morning, and you trek across I-4 with a hideout sandwich board. Well, not across, but along I-4, all the way back up to Maitland. I say zigzags. Serpentine. Mm-hmm. Walk against the traffic. That's what you want to do. Actually, that is what he wants to do. Yeah. How long do you anticipate it taking? Can he be back here? Let's say it's 30 miles. Yeah, 30 miles. I would say he'll be back here 9.30. I'd say he might make it for open door. At 10? Stinky, sweaty, with the sandwich board on? Dehydrated. Now, we'll get you one of those camel packs. Yeah, the camel packs. Probably crying. Okay, Bobo, our buddy listening up in Baltimore on RealRadio.fm, says the average person walks a 15-minute mile. Yeah, that's what I average. That's true, because I tried to run a mile, and it took me 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Completely different. I, I'll give you 20 minutes a mile. 20 minutes a mile. 20 minutes a mile. <laughs> like, all, all the miles together? Because I'm going to slow down considerably. I don't think you will, man. I think you're going to be okay. I think, yeah, you will think it's, you'll be getting getting into it and thinking, oh, man, I'm never going to make it, I'm never going to make it, and you'll keep on getting closer and closer and get, you know. I got another idea, too, with this. I got another idea. Okay. One of the big things that you were trying to do, because we talked about the mo- talked to the monsters about it, mm-hmm. is we want to get you on the monster cruise so you can lose your virginity. Yeah. You need to raise money. To get onto that monster cruise, you don't have a lot of time. What if each of us gave you a dollar per mile? All four of you? All four of us. Maybe we could talk Russ into it, because you'll be walking during the monsters. Maybe we could talk people into giving you a dollar per mile if you make it before 11 o'clock. How about 150 <laughs> No. Don't get greedy. No, there's no bargaining here. 135 can he not, I, not he, have his cell phone? Because I don't want to get the phone calls every hour. <laughs> EJ from the U said he would give money for that. How much? A dollar a mile. For him, two dollars. No. <laughs> John in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, you're not going to have that big fat bag and walk down I-4, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's You know it's illegal. He'll get arrested. You know that, right? All right. BFF. BFF with his big black shoes. I don't understand what that means. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Can you not walk on I-4? Is that illegal? Maybe if you just walk along the frontage roads. I think you can walk in I-4. What's a frontage road? It's just it's a side road. Yeah. The, they yeah. always have roads going right across, like right next to all these uh, highways. Do we get Soft to follow him with the t- with the uh, video recorder? He's going to hate us. Mm-hmm. I think he loves us. But this one might push him over the edge. Well, he could be in a car. Just following him behind, just following behind him. I'll take a swing at him. J- James on the Palm Bay, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, James? Dude, hideout, J. Dallas, what's happening? Yep. Listen, Bryce, if you want to make 10 bucks, you hook me up with a sweet Fat Boys Are Back beatbox rendition. I'll just I'll drop 10, 10 bones on you. 
however you want to do it. I'll send a check. I'll even send cash in an envelope. All right, what, Matt, why don't you do a little Fat Boys uh, beatboxing? I mean, a, a sweet Fat fat Boys beatboxer. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> You're crushing. Addy, like what that. do you think, James? Is that worth ten dollars? It's ten dollars worthy, man. Uh, <laughs> you want to put me on hold and give me the address, bro? My word is bond. I'll send it. All right, he's gonna send you ten bucks. This is so you can go on the monster cruise. I'm serious. I'll give you a dollar per mile if you can make it up back. We drop you off 6 o'clock in the morning, Friday morning, and you walk all the way up with a hideout sandwich board. If you make it here before 11, I'll give you a dollar per mile. you got to make it here by 11, though. Oh, if you wish. don't make it, I'll... I'll sing Scenario for $5. What's no. that? My Tribe Called Quest. Come no. on. I'll no. do it for free. No. Just get, play the music, Shut Tommy. up. No. <laughs> Matt, you're in the hideout on Rob Radio. You guys, I believe me, I'm all in Matt Albert's corner on this, but average walking speed for a human is three miles an hour, and there's no way that fat bitch could make it up there by 11 o'clock. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta motivate him. We gotta motivate him, Matt. It's 6 a.m. I think you can make it there. From 6 a to 11 p, that is what 12. That's it's like 30 some odd hours. <laughs> no, it's not 30. Oh. That'd be more than a day. 17, 62. How about for nap time? That got us to check for nap time. How Are you going to be sleeping on the side of the highway? Dude, if you need to stop and sleep and rest, that's fine, but you got to make it back to the studio. Like a drug bear. Before 11. <laughs> Guys coming by just want to tag me. All right, hold on. Here's Sof and Oviedo, our documentary filmmaker. Sof, what are you thinking? Hey, man, this is great. I- I'm smelling extra features for the... Uh... BJ documentary on the DVD. So you are willing to follow Matt Albert for the entire day as he walks along I-4? Sure. I don't know if we want to do this in a vehicle or if you want me to walk with him or what. I think you should probably walk with him. I think that's the best way to do it. All righty. That sounds good. Uh, you are awesome. Yeah, we'll work that out. All right. I'm going to get a hold of you, okay? Yes. All righty. Uh, yeah, uh, C-Lane. We might need somebody to walk with him to make sure that uh, he doesn't take a taxi. Well, that's why we have Soft. Soft will film the whole thing. It will be documented. Yeah, thanks, and people C-Lane. could call in. <laughs> and what's yeah. he going to pay for a taxi with? That's true. He won't spend them. Well, he spent it for. That's a long. That's a long story. I didn't want to get into. Yeah. It pisses me off the more I think about it because that should be rent money. But I am willing to throw you money to go on the monster cruise if you'll do this. What chunks? When did you say you wanted to do this again? Friday morning. What do you think? Friday? Friday works. Yeah. Matt in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's going on, man? I just want to tell you, Matt Albert, my company will sponsor you one dollar a mile okay, for what? every mile you walk, and a dollar and a quarter if you wear one of our company T-shirts. All right. What's your, uh, do you have a six X? Uh, you know, <laughs> we don't have a six X. We probably have a, a triple X. Why don't, you, why don't you just get one of those signs you put on the side of the truck? All right, what's your uh, what's your company, Matt? I own a commercial cleaning company. All right, well, give, give, a, give a plug. You can give a quick plug right now. Uh, it's, uh, well, it's just uh, professional cleaning services. We we do resorts and stuff like that. All right, professional yeah. cleaning services uh, yep. um, says if you wear one of their T-shirts, a buck and a quarter. Matt, you do it? Sure, uh, I do. I, even if it's a 2X, I think you got to wear it. And you got to trek along with that and the hideout sandwich. Board. What a bandana. All right, ho- hold on, Matt. We're going to get your information from professional right, cleaning services. Get his how info. Are we, how are we going to know if Matt's sleeping or if he's just dead on the side of the road? <laughs> Soft will call in and give us updates. If I'm still eating. That's 
Well, technically, you know, Soth is not really supposed to be there, so if he dies, he can't do anything to help him. He's just got to keep videotaping it. Like Grizzly Man. Exactly, mm-hmm. to whatever comes, comes. Yeah. Actually, Grizzly. <laughs> Kurt in Orlando. Kurt. Kurt, you there? How you doing? Go ahead, dude. Hey, listen, I got two bucks a mile for Matt. Hey, now, now, again, Matt, uh, this is awesome. I can, if you really want to do this, I mean, we'll put it on your own thing. Like, it's on your own conscience if you want to do this. It's the this. honor system with you. It's the honor system. But, Matt, here are the rules. Kurt, that is awesome, and if he completes it, if you could bring up the money on Friday night, that would be... That's a dollar from Kurt. And Two dollars a mile. Oh, and he's Two giving a dollar for me, yeah. too. Yeah. All right, dude. Here's the thing. You have to get here by 11 for it to count. He's going to die. There's a goal here. Before the show is over, you have to get here. Get, I need someone to call me with a Disney exit. I'm even willing to say the first technical Disney exit on I-4. Maitland Boulevard. That's uh... No, that's ours. That's, not, oh. that's exit 9. Sure I'm thinking that. like, what, 84B? No, no, no. no. I think it's that's 60, universal. I think I heard today on a commercial on the station that was something like exit 67. I think it's something around there, too. So that... That shortens it up that's considerably. 20, that's not 30. That's 20-some-odd miles. And then like another mile from uh, marker up to, up to the station. Now, let me tell you this. No, he just gets per mile marker. I'm not giving him from... No, but I'm, I'm just saying right. that, uh, you know, all together. I'm not... I'll tell you this, too. Okay? Now we think about it. It's a hideout road radio 104.1. You can even choose to start further on a Disney exit if you want the extra money. All right. Okay. Can but I bring Icy Hot, too? You can bring whatever you feel you need. Uh, I have another person ready to give money over here. Bobby Hill says he'll throw two bucks a mile in if he eats x slack before he does it and has to clench his cheeks all the way. <laughs> Slacker, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, guys? Go ahead, dude. Man, these people are going to get off easy because they're not going to have to pay anything. It, for one, it's highly illegal to ride a bicycle or walk down any interstate. And for another, if he does try to do it, He's going to be blocking at least one lane. He is a fat bastard. You're right. It's a hideout road radio 104.1. Wednesday night with the hideout road radio 104.1. In the middle of uh, discussing Matt Albert walking from the first exit at Disney all the way back to the Maitland studio. He'll get a dollar per mile doing it Friday morning. He'll drop him off at 6 a.m. for the mon- during the Monsters and walk all day Friday, finally hoping to make him back at the station mm-hmm. uh, by the end of the show. We'll give him a dollar per mile so he can go on the Monster Cruise. We'll continue this. People have some uh, interesting things they'll throw on to sponsor so we can go on this Monster Cruise. First, though, heard it first in the hideout with Local 6. If you're too lazy to pick up the morning paper for tomorrow's news, uh, don't worry about it. We did the dirty work for you. Heard it first. Local 6 News at 11 joining us, the great Bob Fryer. Ooh, Man, wow. I got a new moniker. How about that? The great Bob Fryer. I don't know why your producers have been calling you that already. I, I'm, well, I, mad, you know, I'm mad it was I had to come up with it first. I rallied for it you know, earlier, in the, uh, <laughs> earlier in the year, and I just didn't go for it. Bob, quick question real Talk quick. Uh I was watching Local 6, uh, the, the uh, 5.30 broadcast. Well, we sure. yeah, of course. And I heard uh, Jackie say, skin cancer, is it more, or uh, sunbathing, is it more addictive than heroin? <laughs> yeah. Is it? Is it? I, we missed it. I was, I was frightened. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 
little creative license here, wasn't it? Actually, <laughs> actually they uh, they did have somebody who actually said that. There was, there was a doc. We didn't make that up. There was a doctor who had actually said that. And but I I can see that. I mean, mm-hmm. you even look like sometimes there's something about Mary and the people who are really into oh, yeah. <laughs> your mom. Dubs, your mom is a leather bag. There, yeah, she is. She is a handbag herself. But yeah. uh, Lauren likes to make fun of me because I try to stay out of the sun and and I don't. My legs are so white. Oh, me too. <laughs> You can really only look at my legs through a special box your science teacher makes for you. I had a I had a hole in my pants before, and I was sitting there outside, and my girlfriend looks over and sees my thigh. She thought I was wearing like white shorts underneath. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. What does George Carlin say? I, I go to the beach to try and neutralize the blue in my. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob. What's coming up at eleven for Local Six? Uh, well, this is a sad story. I mean, you know, criminals—they stoop so low, don't they? Mm. And, and they prey on the on the helpless. We're uh, we're doing a story about a 93-year-old man and a, and his 95-year-old wife who were carjacked and attacked broad daylight. Listen to this. The guy was going into a wellness center oh. at the time. A brutal story, and he and and the guy walked up to him carrying an American flag. Can you believe that? And uh, since the guy was a, a vet, he didn't think much of it, and you know, and then he was beaten with the darn thing. Wow. He was that? beaten with the flag. How about is that? He doesn't remember it, but that's what it was. That's what they think happened. All right, that's uh, that's actually very sad. All right, yeah. we'll hear that. Uh, and then, see that. Uh, and then we got a cow on the loose on the highway, and wait till you see the. Video oh, we're doing that on Friday. <laughs> we're doing that on Friday, ironically. Uh, uh, with, well, a, with Matt Albert, who's going to walk from Disney along I-4 back up to the station. How far is that, by the way? Uh, we think it's like about 24 miles. That's nothing. I ran a 26.2 marathon. Come on. All right, Matt, you can do it. And I know you're as in good a shape as Bob Price. Uh, all right, so what happened with the cow? You got the good video of that? Got yeah, a good video. It's like right out of the old west, my friend. Where do you see him trying to wrangle this thing? All right, that is uh, Local 6 News at 11. You heard it first in the hideout. You watch it in exactly... 30 minutes from now on you know what it is? Oh, my goodness. I better go do some my stretches. All right. Go get the go do the calisthenics, Bob. We'll talk to you, buddy. Dark Yoga. Goodbye. All right. See you. I hate that guy. That guy's, I was just saying, that guy's great. I He's love him. He's my favorite of all time. He really is very cool. All right. Let's get back to this Matt Albert. In honor of the fat guy who walked across America, lost 100 pounds, Matt's going to recreate it, except from Disney to Maitland, and with a hideout sandwich board, sponsoring him a dollar per mile. If you make it back before the end of the show, we'll drop you off at 6 o'clock in the morning with the monsters. And this is also you can make money to go on the monster cruise. Uh. Calvin, you have the first Disney exit, like the closest Disney exit to Maitland or the furthest? The furthest. All right, what's the furthest Disney exit for Matt to start at? 62. 62, that's still under 30 miles. That's 28 28 miles. miles. I I like that one. Um, Guys. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't really give him any monetary value or anything, but if he could do it by 11 o'clock, I'd sign, I'd sign him into Disney. All right, well, there you get. Now, that has fun going to Disney if you're able to get in for free. I actually had someone do that for me, and that's actually a lot. That has some value to it, too. It's and not going to help you get on the Monster Cruise, but it is fun in its own right. And I can't give you anything monetarily either, so I'll just give you a good attaboy. Yeah, thank hey. you, Calvin. I appreciate that, attaboy. man. Attaboy. Racist. What? I'm a man. Adam, man. Boy, boy, who you calling boy? I'll have some watermelon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take back everything? Huh? All right, so you're in. Yeah. Oh. Now, do you want to start at 62 or one of the closer, like 67? This all affects your cash what's the like? What's the Lake Buena Vista exit? Because that one counts. If we know what the Lake Buena Vista exit is. 
All right, hold on. Now, Pat has a better route. Yeah? Pat in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Pat? Hey, guys. What do you got? Um, it's trouble if you take them up the interstate, because like you said, it's illegal to walk up the interstate. What you ought to do is take them out 441 OBT and take them out to the Osceola-Orange <laughs> County line. It's going to be about the same distance. Sidewalks all the way. You're going to be walking through neighborhoods and all that. People will get the heck home as opposed to on the interstate. Uh, you know, maybe it is a little bit safe. Now, this guy walked across America, so I was thinking I for Disney. But a nice track of OBT would be a lot of fun. And you could uh, spend that money before you even get back. Pat, you're a thinker. I like you. Very good job. Find yourself a whore. He got excited. He thought you meant old country buffet for a minute. <laughs> OCB. He has that, too. He's washing his hands. I have a right. cut on my finger. Here's it won't stop bleeding. Here's the thing. <laughs> OBT. We need to pick We need to pick a place along OBT. Mm-hmm. I like the OBT thing. And you can stop off at a Premier Adult Factory outlet along the way. See our friends over there. 5009. South Orange Blossom Trail. It's just south of Holden. Well, that's coming up in two breaks, by the way. Is <laughs> hey. It? Cool. Nice. Hey. We just if, did it. What if we have them start from there? Or is that not far enough? I don't know if that's far enough. We'd have to we'll go out there and measure it. That's I don't I don't think that would be far enough to be honest. But it's up to you. I don't think it's far enough. No, I, I, don't, I don't know like where it. it is. I don't like it. I, that's I mean I like it, but I don't think it's far enough. You'd be walking right by there. You can uh you know poke your head in and say hey, <laughs> hey. How about Georgia? I wish Cuba. I can't swim. All right. They'll use you as a raft. Don't worry. I think we've got five of them on your back. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do it. we got to set up where. I like the exposure of along the highway. But along OBT may be easier. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to the management tomorrow and just sit. We'll see hammer they, it out and uh, tell you what exactly it's going to be tomorrow. All this so you can go on the Monster Cruise. So you can hopefully, if you don't lose your virginity on the Monster Cruise, you ain't ever going to lose it. That's one thing. Still holding out hope. And you realize the Monster Cruise isn't until September 7th, so that means you wouldn't be getting laid between now and September 7th. You have a whole summer of no poon. That'll probably my, be my second time. <laughs> right. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I hate Megadeth. And you put him in control. I hate Dave Mustaine. Watch him become a god. John in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Row Radio 104.1. Go ahead, John. John. I'll make you a deal. Mm-hmm. You put that fat bastard in a pink song, and Paul's for top has got the words luscious in the back, and I'll give you four bucks a mile. All right. Pink song, luscious in the back, the guy's, uh, the other guy's company shirt, and the hideout sandwich board. Dude, you were making a killing off this mat. Four dollars a mile. And this... you know what? That'll fit in with OBT perfectly. Yeah, that's true. This will make... That's going to be more than enough. This is going to give you spending money for the Monster Cruise, too. Yeah. All right, here's what I've decided. It seems like I-4 is not going to work because he's going to get arrested walking along the highway. Here's what I'd like to do. I need somebody to find out the exact distance. We drop him off at the airport. Ooh. He walks along 436. You can cut over on Maitland Boulevard once you get to 1792. I'm guesstimating this one. I say it's 24 miles. 
up 436 all the way, sidewalks, easy, well lit, quote unquote safe. Other than the fact that you're 500 pounds and you'll be walking in a pink thong, 2X t-shirt, and a hideout sandwich board. The thong's going to cause a lot of chafing. <laughs> chafing? Chafing, whatever. <laughs> Does anybody know the exact distance? I'm looking it up right now. It's going to be red, not pink. Um, remember, that's from the airport terminal. Walking all the way back to the studio. 6 o'clock in the morning, if you can make it before 11. We're all at least in for a dollar per mile to go on the Monster Cruise. And one attaboy. Mm-hmm. Attaman. Attaboy. Attaman. Right. Just keep on yelling back at me. It's not going to work. Uh, does that sound good to everybody? Hmm. Depending on the mileage? I'm in for 25 cents. You know what? I'm okay with that. Yes. That's what? Cool. That's, no, that's the scale. I'm giving you a dollar. All right, you dollar seventy five to make up for him. No, oh, I haven't given you enough. No, I right. haven't. You shut it. <laughs> give it and give it. <laughs> yeah, you shut it, ass. All right, people are definitely saying he can't walk along I four. I tend to disagree, but okay. All right, EJ from the U says that's twenty one miles. That's a little bit more manageable. It's still quite a trek. And it's along one of the busiest roads here in Central Florida. I got 21 miles, too, on Google Maps, but that's if you also take the 408 and I-4, so it's going to be a lot longer. Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now. Not taking that. I think MapQuest has a feature where you can avoid the highways. Yes. And that would be the best bet. Yeah, I think that's the one we need to go with, because he's not. He's not going to go along 408 or I-4. He's going to walk along 436 the whole way. Ah, all right, it's 21 miles from 436 to 414. That's to Maitland Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, you in Friday morning? Sure. All right, let's get on the horn with Russ. I'll send him an email tonight. Copy everybody in. This is so we can get on the Monster Cruise. You guys, you want to go on the Monster Cruise? It's a lot easier for you. You have the money. We're all going. And it appears, with a little luck, Matt's going too. And uh, you, all that information is on Monsters.fm. Oh, man, he sent me the whole link. <clears throat> all right, Jimmy Jam says, I'd like to see EJ walk with Matt. I doubt EJ can make it a mile in that tight Miami jersey. <laughs> I, don't see I, the, I don't see El Presidente stepping up with a dollar, two dollar per mile. Can't afford it. I thought for sure he would. All right, Dubs, let's wrap up the show. Now that we have all of the business set, do we have our Hideout Headlines game show for tonight? Do we have one of those? We do? All right, I'm hearing we have Hideout Headlines game show. Let's give away some prizes, Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. And that'll get us all primed up for uh, Local 6 News at 11. We heard heard it first. But uh, prizes include, you got $50 in coupons, food, coffee, and more at 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven has that new twist on lunch, the Twistas. Mm-hmm. Those are delicious. And also, the um, is the Twistas the one with the pizza? The pizza in the middle. I, yeah. I love that. Oh, pizza, yeah. Yeah, uh, kind of. like it, It's kind of a taquito, but not. But, but like kind of a crust. No, but then, yeah, the, 
But what about the one that's actually the two slices of pizza with like the ham oh. and cheese and all that in the middle? No, the twisters are uh, are the thing you find like right next to the taquitos. Those okay. are a different thing. Those are kind of a pocketish type well, thing. Well, I like those too. Mm. We'll take a break. Come back. Call now. Win prizes. Hideout Headlines Game Show. We're going to need six players next on Real Radio 104.1. All right, we're wrapping up the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1 with the Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Um, May special up to 70% off uh, with one year no interest payments. Wholesale Ooh. Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Casterbury, next to the Sam's Club, 407 332 1314, our very good buddies over at the Wholesale Furniture Market and the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Everybody on the board is going to play. We started off with uh, Mim or Mims? Mims. All right, here we go. Uh, which category you want to kick it off with? World, National, Local, Sports, Entertainment, or Strange? Local, please. All right, here we go. All right, Local's multiple choice. Authorities have arrested an Orlando man for posing as what? For the past two decades, A, a sports mascot, B, a hot dog vendor, C, a British lord, or D, a bum? Uh, C, a British lawyer. Uh, you're a, a winner. British Hold on. lord. Right. Yeah, you got it right. I thought we had this one already. Did we? We might no. have talked about it earlier. I haven't heard about this. I had heard about this. Really? Okay, well, never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, go ahead and give me the details real fast. Uh, the guy left Orlando about 20 years ago, found a dead baby's um, grave, and claimed that identity, uh, and he believes he's got a stake to the throne somehow. And he just pretended to be a, a lord. For 20 years, they eventually got him a fake passport and fingerprints. Wait, you took the baby's fingerprints? No, uh, oh. they arrested him, and he left fingerprints, I guess, pretending to be this lord. And mm. uh, they finally got him. Now, let me ask you, um, I've heard about this before, a guy who would go around pretending to be a member of the British family. I'm sure it happens all the time. That's a that's a huge, huge family yeah. going on over there. They have, uh, you know, and none of them are that special looking. Anybody can pass for them. i got to be as pale and have bad teeth. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Tommy. Which category you want now, Tommy? World, national, sports, entertainment, or strange? Let's go with entertainment. All right. Entertainment is multiple choice. After hearing about an appearance by Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes, two radio stations in a small town planned which event in their honor, but was shortly nixed before the couple arrived. A, a couch jumping contest. B, a placenta cook-off. C, a kick Tom Cruise in the Chuck nuts jock. contest. Or Chuck D, jock. a Scientology rally. Chuck jock. What was it, Tommy? Uh, let's A. Yes, was A. Oh. <laughs> Shock jock. No, that's not shock jock. That's just lame. All right, we're going to have you guys jump on a couch. I guess Paramount got uh, wind of it, and they said, no, it, it, it makes Tom look too bad. You guys can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go to, no, how about Mission Impossible 3 makes him look bad? Yeah. Let's go to Phil. Phil, your next up. Categories remaining on the board, World National and Sports and Strange. Give me sports, man. All right. Sports is multiple choice. Top Tampa Bay prospect Delman Young was suspended for how many games without pay after throwing a bat at an umpire? Is it A, 20, B, 40, C, 50, or D, 30? Uh, 20. Oh, I'm sorry, man. It's actually 50 games. Ah, uh, sorry, dude. He got suspended for. Um, threw a bat at an um- uh, umpire, and it's going to cost him most of his salary, uh, I believe, some community service, yeah, 50 hours of community service, 
And he still claims he doesn't have an anger problem, that he's just very competitive. Here's actually him talking about it. A lot of guys that are comp- real competitive out there and try to do everything to win. And I just got so caught up in the moment I, you know, lost my emotions. You know, I should have controlled them and everything. But, you know, it, it happened. So I'm just trying to deal with it right now. The league doesn't um, let us uh, talk to the officials or anything. So, uh, uh, you know, like I said, I'm sorry for this whole situation. You know, I hope the umpire gets this, but I wasn't able to talk to him. You always want to have a good, positive, you know, rep around any, anything that you do. So, you know, hopefully from now until the end of my career, I can, uh, you know, change my reputation around baseball and around uh, the general public. It, it, hasn't he been a troublemaker before? I know. No, I don't. I don't believe so. Uh. I know he was the number one pick for the Devil Rays a couple years back, right, Matt? Yeah, and his. his... Uh, brother is kind of a troublemaker, Dimitri Young. He's not a troublemaker. He's just nice and ghetto. All right, we got to move on with the game. We got to hurry up and finish it. Bill, which category? World, national, or strange? Bill. Bill, are you there? Strange. All right, here's strange. Strange is multiple choice. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service announced the uh, protected status for 12 species of what animal? A. A. Snail. B. Dog. C. Cat. Or D. Flies. I'll say D flies. You're a winner. Hold on. I wish we could get more, but yeah, we got running out of time. No Mark, you're next up. What category you want? World or national? Uh, national. All right, here you go, buddy. National is true or false? As part of a week-long program to raise money for uh, Susan G. Komen Breast Cancer Foundation, Major League Baseball players will be using pink Louisville Sluggers on Mother's Day. Is that true or false? Uh, true. Damn it! I want to talk about that. Pink bats, I don't care if it's about breast cancer or not, do not belong in baseball. Yeah, that's sick, you don't yeah. play with a pink bat. I don't a care big, who has breast cancer. A big pink meat bat. That's, that's what you think of. Right. Think of a schlong when you're swinging that thing around. Uh. Next up, the red, what are the Red Sox playing with Red Rockets? What are we doing? <laughs> That'd be hot. EJ from the year, you're going to wrap it up. You're left with World. I know you wanted to say something else, right? Yeah. All right, let's do World the Game real fast, and I'll let you wrap it up. All right, World is multiple choice. An Australian man, his son, and nephew were trapped in a raft at sea for three weeks. They survived off of uh, rainwater and what else? A, live squid, B, deodorant sticks, C, number two, or D, good and plenties. Oh, let's go with A. Yeah, wow. Good job, EJ. What's the other thing you wanted to say hey, real fast? Well, first, you got to remember to talk about the pussycat dolls. Uh, damn, you already did, you ass. <laughs> That and I'm Jimmy sorry, Jam I forgot to remind you. If, if Jimmy Jam wants to the cruise, I will wear my tight jersey and I will walk with Matt and I'll beat him. Uh, you'll beat Matt or you beat the hell out of Jimmy Jam? <laughs> well, either one, whichever one you'd like. All right. Um, all right, there he is, EJ from the U. Hold on here, one or two, my friend. Going back to the uh, Pink Bat story real quickly, uh, the lineup cards will also be printed uh, on Pink. Uh, material in the in the plates. The well, plates are gonna be pink. Yeah, they're all gonna have like the logos on them. This is the stupid crap they were this doing with Spider Man. When yeah. Spider Man was gonna come out, the the bases and everything were gonna have the spider webs, and they didn't want to ruin the integrity of the game. You don't do it with pink bats and bases. You know what? People are gonna allow this one to go because it is a good cause. No, it's not. Why Breast it? cancer has no spot in baseball. Why wouldn't they do this at like a figure There's skating? There's no cancer thing. in baseball. Right. Damn it, Except that pisses for the, uh, me Yankees. off. Yeah. Oh boy. They're a cancer. I'll tell you this too. I guess that 
whole Randy Johnson thing is working out really well. <laughs> How do you feel about that one, Chunks? What are you talking about? Considering he got lit up by the Bosox yesterday. I don't know, man. I mean, lit up. I was working. I didn't get to hear about it. All right, hey, it's good to have fun again tonight. Very good show, guys. We will see you tomorrow. Comedian, Porno Dan, uh, Brett Bushy, and the uh, Predators, and Mini Kiss. Wow. And a Chunks Fat Man Diary. Hey, show prep's done. Yeah. I'm going to go watch a movie tomorrow afternoon. Wake up the monsters in the morning. three batches. Shannonburg Middays, Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Royal Radio 104.1. Be somebody always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I'm a transsexual. Maganda ganda mo eh. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Get him to the floor. Step on the floor. Step on the floor. Get him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.